What is up, college baseball fans? Welcome to another episode of the 11.7 podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Circus Sports, who has given us one of the best grand prizes you'll ever see for any kind of college baseball competition. We'll talk about it a little bit more in this episode. Also, this episode will probably be your favorite episode of the year because what Dimitri and I are doing, uh, we're giving our Omaha 8 picks, giving our Golden Spikes favorites, talking about every single conference champion winner, uh, as well as a few other fun things, including we're each going to make a fantasy baseball team this year with college baseball players. So um, y'all enjoy the show. And now, welcome Tim Elko. We won a national championship for for Ole Miss and um, all the past players and all the fans across the country and for the state of Mississippi and the University of Mississippi. uh, We did it. uh, We're national champs. Breaking ball. Oh, my goodness. Deep right field. A grand slam. Base hit. Arkansas is headed back to Omaha. And here's Tommy White. First pitch swinging. In the air to center. D'Onofrio back and it's gone! The legend continues! Got him swinging! The Campbell Campbells, the dynasty of the Big South. And now Tony Vitello bumps the third base umpire. Set. He'll throw that as a line drive in the gap. Did he do it again? It is another ball in the gap for Morrell. Another extra. Oh, that is gone. A home run for Brian Morrell. Swing and a ball driven. Way back. And foul. No, gone. He did it. Ortiz kept it just there and walks it off with a grand slam. All righty. So first, before we begin the show, we uh, we got quite a few Patreon members signed up before, uh, since last episode, Dimitri. So I want to give some shout outs to about 20 more people that signed up here. Um, we have Henry Marshall and Brent Newton, John Little, Clayton Desjardin, and I probably butchered that name, but whatever. Um, sorry, Clayton. Uh, if you want to DM us the pronunciation, we'll get it right in the next episode. Um, we got Jude Deloy, Drew Martin, or sorry, Drew Miller. I don't know where I got Martin from. Drew Miller with the Miller light can is his profile picture. I love that. Nick Dion, Irish Pete. I want to drink a beer with Irish Pete. That's a that's a nice name. Sven Schuer. I believe that's German. S-V-E-N. Sven. Dylan Moore. Cody Nevis, or sorry, Nevils. God, I can't read today. We got Kobe, C-O-B-Y, Kobe. My old roommate and one of my best friends, Marshall Lyle, signed up. Uh, he's now a uh, certified financial uh, agent, if anybody's interested. <laughs> Braxton Smith, Matt Mortka, big Coastal Carolina fan. He's big in the Discord right now. Peter LaFleur, I believe he was in Dodgeball. Brad P., Andy Korpalski. 
Matt Hoseman, Brady Davis, Connor, Garrett, Garrett McNoby, or no, McNabbo, McNabbo, DM us the pronunciation, we'll get it right next, Garrett, um, Kurt Turnbow, and Beeves Baseball, I believe that's a uh, Oregon State reference there, Dimitri, but anyways, I want to thank everybody there for signing up for our Patreon, which they will have, or most of them will have a chance to win our grand prize this year that we just released on Friday. Um, so let's start the show. Start, or I guess, talking about. All right, coming back from just a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, but yeah, this episode is brought to you by Circa, uh, Circa Las Vegas, to be specific, and Circa Sportsbook. Um, they are one of our premier sponsors this year, uh, where we're going to be promoting the college baseball lines. And the big thing that they did for us is the coolest thing that I've ever seen happen in college baseball is they're actually giving away a grand prize winner to our weekend series pick em winners and our survivor pool winner uh, that you have to be signed up through our Patreon. You got to be a full scholarship member or you have to be uh, in the gambling group chat. Uh, it's the $11.70 a month for Patreon. Help support us and also, you know, have a fun time competing against your peers and to see who can pick the uh, most college baseball weekend series correctly this season. So we're going to be keeping the standings. Um, we're going to give it live reports and everything, live updated stuff. Um, but yeah, thanks to Circa Sports. You know, go check them out there. Um, and all of our Patreon members, we're happy that you know this is our first year doing it. We've gotten some great feedback so far. And my favorite part is the Discord channel that we have going on right now, Dimitri. Uh, it's like a college baseball community and uh, group message our discord and so you you get some if you got signed up with patreon you got you get an invitation to our discord uh which is kind of where we talk some smack and uh give some projections and i don't know just, we just, just, have, toss we just have honestly well hey guys um yeah i'm i am here oh uh, i think we're about two minutes in and uh i am here anyway yeah the discord is uh it's fun it's like normal normal serious talk banter talk it's like a normal group chat with your friends so that's something that interests you 199 is your lowest option to get access to that um but we like winners here we like competition i i like winners and losers so that's where the pick them and the uh survivor that's where you should be if you want to kick our ass it's a perfect opportunity to do it yeah and i i've even told really what the grand prize is it's a three-night fully paid trip or i guess they don't pay for airfare but um you know, it's it's a nice room in the, the resort in Las Vegas where they have a rooftop sports book, which is the coolest thing ever. If you don't believe me, Google Circa Sportsbook. It's on the rooftop. There's a giant pool, cabana suites um, where you can place bets. And there's massive TV. Massive TVs everywhere. Um, and it looks kind of like an outdoor theater almost. Um, and and so Dimitri and I will be there. They're actually comping our trips, our, our rooms there. Um, so we'll be in Las Vegas there. It's going to be like a meet and greet, not only for the winners, but other people that may want to hang out the first weekend of the uh, College World Series there with us. Um, so if your team doesn't make it to Omaha, I know you already have that weekend scheduled to go to Omaha. Just book that flight over to uh, Las Vegas, hang out with us. Um, but, yeah, they pay for three nights of the of a nice room there. And uh, food, food, they're providing food and drink food? vouchers, right? Yeah, food and drink vouchers. You get a cabana suite um, to hang out with if you want to bring a guest or hang out with us and you just gamble on games and you know, get they'll a pan. Pick, pick you, hey, 
they'll pick your ass up with your briefcase full of money and they'll pick you up from the airport and a limo i don't know whatever their transportation is they'll bring you to the circa hotel and resort casino so bring your briefcase lay down some bets on the college world series and kick it in the middle of the summertime in Las Vegas. How fun would that be though, dude? Cuz I know we're we're both going and there's going to be two winners that are going I too. will be I will be flying back for this week um to be there. So, hey, if you guys want to come smash beers, sit by the pool, watch college baseball and throw money on game. NBA is finals is that or I think the NBA finals or uh conference finals are during that week too. So you got other stuff to bet on. It's uh it's going to be a great time. So we're, we're really happy about this Circa. Um, so if you guys haven't signed up yet, you only have five days left because on Friday, oh, wow. Friday is the last day, Friday at 10 a.m. So, and it's Eastern. $11, it's $11.70 a month. But um, obviously that supports us. And but it also wait. gives you season long entertainment to make picks. Wait, so, here's my, here's my math selling point here. This is how I'm going to sell them guys. Grand prize. How much do you think it is a night for that place? Two, three hundred bucks, probably three hundred oh, bucks. I think it's yeah, probably three fifty or four hundred. I'm sure four hundred bucks. So three nights, twelve hundred bucks plus food and drink plus transportation from to and from not, the airport. Not airport. Not not airport. Not airport. Hotel. They told us that just transportation hotel. So let's just say it's a fifteen hundred, fifteen hundred to two thousand dollar value. You're paying five dollars for each competition for. So you're basically paying 40 bucks total. You're paying 20 bucks for each competition. You get to have fun picking games all year. It'll give you a little competitive um, juice. It, each weekend gives you something to pick and like pay attention to other than your favorite team and the sport mm-hmm. itself. So you're paying 20 bucks for two different competitions. You get our access to our Discord. You're not just getting entry to this competition. You're getting other stuff. We're going to... Other bonus coverage too. Yeah. Hey. I'm already working on something where I want to do like a uh, a prop, like a prime time Saturday night game of pitcher, which starting pitcher will have more strikeout? Will so and so three hole or so and so three hole have more RBIs, more hits? I'm going to do stuff like that, and we're going to try to give uh, come up with more giveaways, more prizes to win with different competition. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, there'll be so, monthly prizes too for monthly leaders and. Yep. Um, so a few things we actually have to say. You, 21 and older to play and enter. Um, and also you can't be – I know there's a lot of players and coaches that listen to the show. You can't be an active NCAA athlete or coach. Um, obviously, or staff member. Or staff member. Um, if you're not employed no. by the school, you can. Yes, that's true. If you're not employed by the school, you can do it. Um, but So anyways, the, and, and then another big point uh, I want to hit on is this is not like gambling. This is not pay to play. This is it, it. You're supporting our Patreon, which we're trying to grow and like trying to get support through our, our listeners and fans to help us, you know, create better content. Um, and by supporting our Patreon, the eleven dollar and seventy cent a month or higher, uh, you get an invite to play with us against us. Um, so there won't be any kind of cash payouts. This is not online gambling. This is a season long, just like fun competition that we're going to do with our fans. Um, so it's not pay to play. Circa has nothing to do with the competition itself. Dimitri built everything. We're going to run it. We're going to keep live leaderboards. So this is more fun than like hardcore, like, you know, uh, like, I have to win this or this or that. Like it, it, it's more of a fun competition, which I really think you guys will enjoy. So 
Um, y'all check that out here. Um, it's just patreon.com slash 11.7 or the easiest way to find it is just go to our website, 11.7.com. Cannot miss it on the front page. Uh, it'll say join now. It'll link you straight to the Patreon. Uh, you get signed up for the 11.7 or higher um, tier and you're, we'll send you that invite to, to join. So um, right now we got about 50 people signed up. So you really have a one in 25 chance to win uh, if you sign up now. But because we're giving away a grand prize for the Survivor and the Weekend Series Pick'em. And uh, that's kind of our selling point there. But we're just trying to make college baseball more fun. We're trying to make it more entertaining where, um, you know, you actually have something to root for during the weekends for maybe other games that are not your favorite teams um, playing. So, um, anyways, got that over with. Now let's get into the meat of this stuff. This is probably going to be our biggest show of the year as far as how long it's going to be and the content we're going to bring you. Whoa, whoa, you think we're breaking three hours today? I hope not because it's already past midnight. But it's uh, it's going to be a longer show. It probably won't be as long as last episode, even though we got a lot of great feedback for people. So what do we, hey, what do we have on the menu? So we have uh, we're going to do our conference champs winners, all 30 conferences. Um, Let's not go. 30, hey. not not 31 anymore because the MEAC is Why no not? longer there. The MEAC kind of dispersed for baseball. Uh, some of the teams went to the SWAC. Some of them went to the – was it Northeastern Conference? I don't – I think it was Honestly, honestly, as, 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 even as a mid-major supporter, give one more quality team an at-large bid. Yeah. No, I so mean, now we, I, have, now we have 34 at-large bids, which is better than last year, which is only 33. And you know that 34th team is sick every year. Yeah. Last team out. Or first team out. Sorry. So now, you know, I mean, I guess it doesn't make a difference because now the 35th team is just going to be heartbroken as well. So you, you're never going to fix it. Keep passing the baton. Huh? Yeah, that's how it's going to be. So we're, we're sorry. So we're going to do the uh, conference championship winners for all 30 conferences. We're going to do our eight for Omaha. And our sleepers for Omaha, like maybe some mid-major teams or like Power Five, I guess, that you know could be dark horses to get there uh, that maybe we don't actually pick. We're going to do Golden Spikes winners. We're each going to pick five golden, potential Golden Spikes winners that we like. Um, and then last but not least, we're going to do the Fantasy Baseball Draft, which is just going to be between myself and Dimitri. We're going to pick a, a roster, three pitchers, so like our weekend rotation, and then nine position or yeah eight position players and a dh uh so at the end of the year we're going to compare stats um see which we're gonna, team well, did we're going to keep record every week oh i don't know about that that's a lot of work that's um, a lot of I work. Mean, maybe you every look at the stats you just create i think a, it should just be the end of the year like which team did better at the end of the year okay whatever we'll figure yeah. it out but we'll, 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 it we'll draft it. yeah we're, we're just going to go back and forth snack or snake draft style Snack draft. God, I'm hungry. Um, I did not eat myself to death this episode. Last episode, I, I ate so much Sonic that I was miserable. Uh, today, I actually, I had cauliflower pizza, a frozen pizza, accidentally bought the cauliflower crust, got home, was so pissed. And then I, I actually ate it. It was amazing. It was, I couldn't tell the difference. Frozen pizza, cauliflower crust, I guess, is healthier. I loved it. Wow, we uh, we actually made home. I made home pizza tonight. That's what I we had. What's your, what's your 
What are your pizza toppings? I feel like you might be a little bit different because you're Greek. Sausage, pepperoni, green pepper, black olive. That, I mean, that's good. I pizza. mean, and, and then obviously cheese and tomato sauce. Yeah. Are you a thin crust or thick crust guy? I'm more. See, I love a good crust because once you eat the pizza and then you get to the crust part, it's like eating a garlic bread or like something yeah. or something. I don't know. I just love so, it. So the it's right different. answer, the right answer is stuffed crust. That's that's my favorite by far. I don't know. If, I don't know if it's stuffed crust, just a normal thickness pizza, not thin. I don't like thin. What? Sometimes thin. Oh, I, like I love a good thin. Thin. I love a good thin crust because I can eat more pe- I can eat more pieces and feel better about myself. I'm like ah, hey, no, not a ton of carbs. <laughs> if you have a side of ranch, or if you like, put, get some ranch, a couple occasional dips, and then you get to that crust and dipping in the ranch. Oh boy, this shit's good. Yeah, no, I, I'm a big pizza and ranch guy, and I know it's pretty decisive in the world. Some people love it, some people hate it. Uh, I, hate I love it. it. I know Guy Fieri, the food guy, and we we do great in the food industry, but it's the college baseball podcast. That's true. That's fair. Um, all right, so let's do this here. We both, I did pen and paper because I'm old school. I know you did yours digitally. We literally picked our 30 winners for each conference, and that's what we're going to do here. We're going straight down the list, alphabetical. Well, as I don't know how to do alphabetical with all the bigs, Big 12, Big East, Big South, Big 10, Big West. That confuses me. We'll do the bigs in a row. I don't know if it's going to be alphabetical or not, so nobody's fact check us. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is going to be fun because we're not going to spend too much time on each conference. We're kind of going to run through them, give give a reason why we like them, or maybe a reason why we don't like the favorite that everybody's projecting, and uh, we'll just roll through it here. So starting here, I have the American East as my first conference. I don't know if that's what you have too. The I guess technically. The American Athletic Conference should be first. I don't know why I started with the American East. Um, but Actually, the ACC should be first. No, it shouldn't. Atlantic Coast Conference, AP, this is AM. Well, if you spell it out, sure. But if it's just ACC, it's C before M. No, hey, I'll correct you. The AAC should be first. Or the oh, A10. Damn, damn, fuck. Or you're the right, A10 right. should be fuck, first. Fuck, so fuck. you're, you're, right, you're, you're right. just okay. wrong. Okay, go ahead. Good start. Well, um, I guess you're foreshadowing your picks because you got your alphabetical order wrong. You're probably going to get these picks wrong too. Um, let's see how many we have similar. I, I think we may have similar opinions on this stuff, but I don't know. We could be wrong. Uh, so I'm starting here with the American East. And I'm going true to my heart. Because I'll be honest, I have not researched much about like people who have left and who have joined uh, as far as transfers or people that graduated or got drafted. But this one was easy for me because I love New Jersey Institute of Technology. Give me the Highlanders. NJIT is kind of building a little powerhouse up there. Um, they're, they're America's team to a certain degree. Everybody loves them. Everybody wants them in the regional every year. Um, so give me NJIT. $60 million facility conference tournament. Conference tournament at home. $60 million facility. Give me Binghamton. Hey, that, that field is beautiful. I don't know. I was watching Fourth some most YouTube. expensive stadium this year. Yeah, from a, a, it was an anonymous donor. Baseball. Anonymous donor did that. They, nobody knows who did it. 
do you think wait but how did that work did how did that work did they just put a briefcase at the front door of the athletic no, department no, and walk no. away did they wire it, transfer money anonymously no. how did that work so there are people who know you can't just take money from like that could be <laughs> that could be illegal it's very tight-lipped there's probably five people in that athletic department that knows probably had a very secure meeting and just said hey I want this money to go to the baseball program. I don't want any recognition. Don't name the field after me. This is my gift to you. Um, so I'm assuming it was probably an alumni or maybe somebody's kid that goes there or went there. Not or sure. they just or they just flew in a plane full of weed, got paid out from their selling, and said, I got to get rid of some of this money. I can't El, have all this money. El Chapo's son flew it in on his plane and just probably dropped it off. Son fell in love with Binghamton. Yeah, um, I, I like the pick with Binghamton. I I was considering them; they would probably be my second choice. Um, but yeah, I'm glad we got we got different answers there. So uh, let's move down to the American Athletic Conference. This one, I think we should have the same answer. I could possibly see a second team arising, uh, but I mean, let's be honest: East Car- East Carolina is the right choice here, right? They're not going to lose this conference. They're, they're too talented. Dude, I hate fading East Carolina here because I want them good Omaha. I want Cliff Godwin in Omaha. I want it to happen, and it it needs to happen. I think it will happen. I think one day, whether it's this year, next year, the near future, it's going to happen. But you know what? There's something about – there's just something about this year. I feel like there's going to be a few surprises, and I think – East Carolina, I'm not going to say the dynasty is over. Just because you lose, come in second place in the regular season doesn't mean the dynasty is over. You can still win the tournament. You can still make noise in the regional. No big deal. But I'm going with UCF here. I'm going Whoa. with the Golden Knights. Their pitching staff is pretty deep. A lot of power, a lot of talent. And their lineup returns almost everybody, Ben. I'm telling you, almost everybody. Their three best hitters. Our fifth-year seniors. No, okay. Listen, uh, let's take a Is quick thirty. Let's take a quick thirty-second timeout. Are you doing this to, like, just have a different pick than me, or are you doing this because you actually believe in UCF? It's a combination of. It's a combination of. I really like UCF. Like, I really like them. Mm-hmm. And I hate picking against East Carolina, like a cliche, like, oh, I just want to pick the pivot, the public. So it's a combination of I really like I could have picked Houston or somebody else, but I really do like UCF. And I think they can actually win the regular season title. All right. Well, you're fading the public hard here, which I respect. I'm a big fade the public guy. Um, But, you know, Wise Bird once told me here in college baseball that when you have a a roster full of fifth year seniors, it's not always good news because it means that they've been red redshirted once uh, and they have not been drafted or they haven't transferred to a different or bigger school, better school. Uh, I'm not saying like, obviously they've wait, played a lot. Wait, you can use that in years past, but now with the smaller draft and potential, maybe five, a $30 nil deal in college baseball. I don't think you're getting more than a hundred bucks in a nil deal unless your name is Tommy White. So it's easier to keep guys on campus longer with a smaller draft. Yeah. That 
you're not taking 39th round money for $2,500. So yeah, I guess that's true. I think that argument is true, but at a lesser degree in this day and age. Well, hey, we'll see. I, I actually, I like the Houston Cougars number two and UCF three, but this conference is kind of wide open. I mean, this is, I mean, underneath don't East. Me, don't let me change your mind here. You no, no, no. Look, no, I think ECU is number one by far. And then I'm thinking two through five is up in the air, and then you have the bottom two or three teams that two through five is not up in the air. UCF is not finishing lower than third. Okay, we'll see. (laughs) I mean, we'll see. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see. Um, Anyways, let's move on to the Atlantic Ten. Can we both agree Davidson should win this conference? I mean, they have a first-team All-American, Michael Carrico, uh, the the catcher. And uh, they returned pretty much everybody from last year. They dominated the conference last year. I like Davidson a lot. Am I crazy for saying that? I am picking the Wildcats of Davidson, the home of Steph Curry. Um, Wait, what? Steph Curry went there? Don't don't play stupid. (laughs) Yeah, no, no dog. He went there. Um, the reason, like I, I would have, I would have taken VCU here. I like their roster, but dude, when you lose your head coach, a guy like Stifler, it just changes the dynamic. I can't put my, I can't put my egg in that basket, and be, and I'd be pissed if they came in second, knowing that you know new man, new head coach. I almost said manager. Wow, a new head coach. Uh, I, just, I don't know. I, I, I don't feel good about taking da- uh, VCU here. I like Davison. Good pitching staff. Their pitching was yeah. incredible last year. I know. Um, I think a sleeper but, team here could be Rhode Island, too. Rhode Island usually has a really scrappy baseball team that has had a lot of success, like postseason success and stuff. Um, remember, I think it was 2019, they went to uh, South Carolina, won a couple games for a regional. Uh, but, yeah, Davidson, I think, is the obvious choice here. All right, let's move down to the ACC. This one is really up in the air. I, I really think five or six teams could win this. Um, and it's tough to like who wins the who wins the conference because they have the two divisions. We're doing regular season, right? And it's just best record in the regular season. In the whole right? conference. The whole conference. Okay. Um, well, hey, I, I, I like this pick. I, I'm confident in them enough. Uh, they're not on everybody's radar, but Florida State to me is is for two reasons. One, Link Jarrett is there, and he is an absolute menace of a coach. One of the best in the country for the last four or five years. Um, I played against him. He was the he was a head coach at UNC Greensboro when I was at Mercer, and you could just tell his teams were always going to hit, and they were always going to play good defense. Those two things were, and they're going to run, steal bases. They're going to play the game the right way. Um, and he and he so the one weakness that his teams have kind of had in the past is pitching, starting pitching, bullpen depth. Well, he kind of gets gifted that this year with Florida State having like three. I think they have three pitchers that pitch for Team USA this summer, um, and so he kind of gets gifted a great pitching staff. And you know the offense is going to be there. The defense was a struggle last year for Florida State. Uh, I think they were ranked outside the top 100 in defense. Um, so. I know in the fall workout, workouts, pre-spring, everything, they're going to get the defense down. They're going to get the base running down. They're going to get the offense down. I like Florida State a lot. Is 
not only winning the ACC, but like a, a legitimate College World Series winner. Like they could win the whole thing this year. One, I hate that you picked them. Two, out of the Miami Hurricane, I can't believe I'm doing this. No. But I'm taking Florida State. You, I just No, you're doing this. No, 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 no. You're doing this just to jinx it. You're doing this because you know when we both pick a team, it never works out, and you're a Miami fan, and you want to see Florida State fail. So you're going to give the expectation really high. I know what you're doing here. I'm not intentionally doing that, but you just brought up a really good point, and I'm, I really like my pick now because it's a win-win. <laughs> if they don't win, I'm happy. If they do win, I look smart, and I'm happy. So it's a win-win here. It's a no-fail pick. But You disgust me. Hey, Wyatt Crowell and that Montgomery kid. Last year, I saw Montgomery pitch in a midweek against it was Florida, I think. And I was like, dude, this guy's going to be legit. This guy yeah. is going to be really good. He had the pitch ability. He had the, like, just, just, you just watching him, you knew the older he got, he was going to become really freaking good. He has the natural, like, the ball jumps out of his hand naturally, like, yep, pop. Yep. Like, and every, and I just retweet everything you say about Link Jarrett. Fundamental, hard nose, focus. Don't make mistakes. Don't bullshit around. You're not bullshitting on my team. You're going to get your job done. And I think when you have a line of one through nine that learns how to make up the most of your opportunity and be productive, it's hard to lose. Like when you've yeah. got man on, first, man on second, one out, you hit a ball the right side, yada, 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 and you can manufacture run even when you don't hit the long ball or don't hit the double in the gap. It's hard. It's hard to lose. It's hard to lose game. Yeah. My my question is: Is he going to bring out the gold helmets that he had at Notre Dame to the gold for Florida State? <laughs> Gross. I hope not. That's a Notre uh, Dame thing. And a Notre Dame thing only. Anyways, uh, Atlantic Sun. I'll let you go first for the A Sun. I, I went first the four, the uh, one, two, three, the four previous conferences. I'll let you have the first pick here. Florida Gulf Coast. Give me, give me Tollett and the Eagles. I like Florida Gulf Coast a lot here. I think Liberty reload. They're going to be nice. I just don't think they have the star power or the upper stratosphere of their lineup like last year their, or their roster. I just don't think Liberty's ceiling is as high this year. I think Florida Gulf Coast really good. They lost like one transfer to Miami. But other than that, they've got most of their guys back. Got some good pitching. I think this is their conference to lose this year. Yeah, you know, I, I'll, I'll give you this. I did see where out of the A-Sun, the top four, out of the top four draft prospects this year, I think Gulf Coast had three of the top four. Um, through, I was looking at D1 Baseball's site, uh, looking through draft prospects. But I'm going to tell you where you're wrong. Uh, Liberty. I think Liberty is the team to beat, no doubt. They, uh, you know, they – they still have a good core piece of last year's team that got up they pretty do. high in the they rankings. Do. I want to say they, they were even ranked number one in our mid-major poll at some point last year. And I know they were ranked in the top 25 um, through a, a bit of the season last year. They took two out of three against Florida the first weekend. And uh, I'll tell you this. So Scott or Coach Jackson from, from Liberty got a lot of offers this past offseason. They go take away – you know, I think he was in the Clemson role – uh, Florida State role, like they were hiring or trying to hire him because he does a good job with recruiting he was a, nationwide. He was a hot name for that Clemson yeah. role. Yeah. 
he was a hot name for a lot of jobs. And, uh, you know, he stuck with his guns there. I think Liberty gave him a little bit of a raise because money isn't real at, at Liberty University. They, that, that school. They're in, they're, they're, they have, bro, they have one of the biggest or largest endowment in, in the country. Money is not a real thing to Liberty. It's not. They have <laughs> infinite, infinite amounts yeah. of money. They just write checks and like never have to worry about them bouncing. Um, anyways, but Scott Jackson, he, he said, Hey, Liberty is my team. I want to build a great program here. He's got no limitations. Um, you know, the world's his. And, you know, when you, when you have that ability, it makes recruiting a lot easier, makes the transfer portal a lot easier. Um, and I still think they're the top dogs in this conference. Uh, if I did have to pick a second team, it would be Gulf Coast. Um, but I also really like Kennesaw State, too. Kennesaw State got a lot of JUCO guys, and uh, and also they had a they won the conference last year. They they went to that Hattiesburg regional, so they're 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 going to be a sneaky good team too. Just watch. Yep. Hey, the A Sun has a soft spot for me. Um, just before we move on, that was a conference I played in for three years. That was a conference I know. Like when I I don't know. I mean, obviously I played one year in SoCon and we won the damn thing. Um, so. I can say I know a little bit about the SoCon, but the ASUN is like truly what I know. When you go down to Florida, that's in Jacksonville, Florida Gulf Coast, it is hard to win baseball games down there. It is like it's hard. It's really hard. So I'm going to give that edge to Florida Gulf Coast this year. Okay. Nice. Do we go Big 12 next? Whatever. Uh, Give me, give me the the pokes, whatever you can't do the tech to tech shoot them guns up thing, but they're the pokes. You you have a gun, right? What are you talking? Oh, you're doing the same thing you did last year. The gun. Are you, are you trying to are right? you trying to pick Oklahoma State here? The Oklahoma State, yeah, yeah. Okay, the guns, but the, you always do the Texas Tech guns. You always go double barrel. That's Texas. No, wait, tech. wait, wait. Hold on. Texas Tech is two fingers. Oklahoma State is one finger. Right? Maybe. I don't know for sure. That sounds right, though. Yeah. If, if can someone correct, I think because they do this little bend up with their thumb and if one finger like pokes up like a cowboy with a revolver. I don't know. But they they return a bunch of guys in their lineup. Got a phenomenal transfer in Jar and Watts Brown from Long Beach. You love that guy. Have, you, you love that mm-hmm. guy. You think he's going to be like a big difference maker this year for him. I mean, dude, he's gonna be he's gonna be the dude on Friday night. I know they had Campbell last year. With, yeah, last year Campbell yeah. was good. He was nice. Um, but their their pitching staff, dude, a ten run lead for Oklahoma State was like a four run lead in the seventh inning. Like it was, it was hey. always felt too close. I'll tell you this though, they're not going to be making any kind of twelve to nothing comebacks like they did last year. I think their offense is going to be down. Uh, last year's Oklahoma State offense was almost historic in, in the fact that one through nine was mashing balls, absolutely mashing balls. And uh, of course, they, they're they're losing out on your boy, the the Norseman, Griffin Norsing, um, and. So I, I thought about, I was teetering on Oklahoma State. I'll actually be honest with you. I had three teams in mind I was teetering with. O- Oklahoma State was one, Oklahoma was the second, and then TCU was the third. Um, I, I know this is going to come back and bite me, but Texas Tech to me feels like a team that can easily figure it out, but I have to see it first. There, there's something there about Texas Tech where I'm... With- 
maybe I have a bitter taste in my mouth because I picked them to win the Georgia Southern Regional last year, and they just left a goose egg. Um, I, I mean, they just looked like a pitiful Oh, my God, game. bro. They, I, I, I feel like they got shut out all three games. I know I think they, they didn't. Scored, they scored, I think they won a game one nothing. They lost a game like 2-1. to one. I think they lost a game like three to one or something. They there was no offense. Five run. Yeah, there was no offense there. And uh, so maybe that's the reason why I'm biased right now. I think Texas Tech could. I mean, they could make another Omaha run, sure. They've done it so often. And, you know, things don't change that much in college baseball. Usually teams that are good are consistently good for a long period of time. But anyways, with all that said, I like TCU a lot this year. Um, I think TCU is the cream of the crop right now in the Big 12 going into this season. Texas is going to be young. Oklahoma State lost a lot of pieces last year. Um, but for, for me, TCU will have the target on their back, I believe. They are the team to beat, I think. Um, ben, uh, you're frozen. Oh, oh boy, he's back. He is back. Dude, my computer oh, yeah. is hotter than a hot pocket right now. My computer might blow up mid-episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, maybe you'll have to use some Patreon money to get you a new computer. Listen, man. I, this computer has lasted me for four years now. I love it. I wouldn't know what to do if I replaced it. I'm going oh to let my ride this thing out. My, my computer is on year, year eight right now. Oh, are you trying so, to brag? Trying to show off? I, I'm just saying, my my boy is eight years old and he's still a champ. Yeah. Well, hey man, I'm proud of you. Congrats. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, yeah. Before I cut no, out, did like you guys TCU. at least see? Did you guys at least hear me say I like TCU this year? What? Did did I? Before I cut out, did you guys hear me say I like TCU to win the Big Twelve? Who did you pick? TCU. Oh, okay. My God. You heard me I say that, good. though, right? You're good now. Yep. All right. All right. God. <laughs> all right. Okay. Next conference. What do we got? The Big East. The Big Easy? The Big Easy. Hey, listen. UConn is going to have to replace a lot of their, their starting pitching, but they're still going to win this conference. Oh. This, this conference is kind of a joke. I, maybe Creighton. I, I kind of... Me- Kind of liking Creighton this year, but you give me Villanova or Seton Hall. I have been labeled. I don't know if it's on purpose. I don't know how this. I ended up in this position, but I've unofficially been labeled the UConn hater, and it's going to continue because I'm taking Creighton to win this division or conference. Um, I don't know why. I just I don't know things just don't click for me with UConn. I'm not a UConn fan. I don't know what it is. But Creighton has two start, two starters on their preseason all conference, and their closer preseason all conference. That's a pretty good recipe to win some ball games. So I think Creighton changes the the tune and beats UConn this year to take the regular season crown. Okay. Yeah. Eh, I, I still think UConn's a lot better, uh, but they're probably yeah. more talented. Hey, they're probably the more talented team on paper, but I think Creighton should be hungry. I think they're going to be hungry this year and be like, "Hey, let's go, boys!" Like we lost the we lost the regular season title to them with that one series, and we lost the tournament. Like let's let's make let's make something happen. Yeah, that's fair. 
If there was a team to win the Big East other than UConn, I, I would say Creighton. So I'm not going to hate on you, hate on you that much. Uh, next conference here is the Big South. Oh, Campbell. I mean, Campbell a hundred times. Campbell, I didn't even. I didn't even have out. to. I, I didn't even have to research the other teams. Um, Campbell's going to win this conference, probably regular season yeah. and tournament. You want to know what my notes are for Campbell? I put Campbell and right next to it. I didn't put any notes about their team. I just said roll damn humps. Hey, play so, that music. Roll damn hump. Play that damn song. It's coming back. <laughs> All right. We got the Big Ten next. Uh, so I got a little fancy here with the Big Ten. And I, I, I kind of alluded to it last episode. But give me the Huskers of Nebraska. Wow. wow. Listen, man. I, I, I believe in this team. We saw them in 2021. One game away from a Super Regional. Um this is a team that lost a lot of their big guys last year um, or go after 2021. They had to replace them with a lot of younger guys for 2022, and they were still really competitive. They lost a, maybe 15 or 16 one or two run games, and uh, this year they're going to be bigger, better, faster, stronger, and I, I really think this team has the firepower in the order uh, based off the returners from last year. And I believe their starting rotation is back. Uh, and they get their, their top bullpen guy back, too. So Nebraska, this has been a revolving door in the Big Ten. Like every year there's a different champion. Everybody's high on Maryland, kind of like last year everybody was high on Nebraska. Uh, I, I think Nebraska is going to shock a lot of people this year. I think they're going to end up being the best team in the Big Ten. Are you jumping on the bolt train? Yeah, I am. Also, this is weird. Old trained Hogwarts. You know what's funny is Nebraska is retiring Darren Erstad's number. They ain't retiring him for the coach he was. I think they're retiring it for the player he was. And so, yeah. Anyways, I thought that was funny. Bring back the old coach. I don't think that's a mean thing. I think that should be very honest. Yeah. Um, who do you but, have in the Big Ten? It's a boring. It's, I had two teams that I was fighting myself with. My my actual pick is more of the boring pick. The team's not boring. The pick is boring. Maryland. I think they're just too good. I mm-hmm. think they're just too talented to not win this conference. Um, they're pitching. They're hitting. Everything is beautiful. I love it. It's beautiful. But my sleeper team. I know we're not doing sleepers, but I like Iowa. I like the Hawkeyes. Pitching win. Pitching can win. And over the course of a season, if they stay healthy, Iowa might be right in that mix for a uh, for a regular season crown. Um, but Maryland's my pick. I do like Iowa. Okay. I I like Iowa. I like Indiana. Those are two two teams I think could win. But of course, Maryland's super talented this year. They probably will win the Big Ten, but I got fancy. I talked to myself into Nebraska. Um, if I were getting fancy, I would go with Iowa. It's a fun pick, too. Yeah. Um, Big West here. I, th- I know we spent a lot of time on the Big West the last episode breaking down those teams, but I still think the, the champion is going to be Santa Barbara until someone proves me wrong. You see Santa Barbara is just dominating that conference recently. This one was kind of an easy pick for me. I didn't I didn't let 
the UC Irvines or the Long Beach States or the Fullertons or the Cal Polys talk me out of it. I'm sticking with the guns here. Give me the gauchos. Hey, this was one of the conferences when I was talking about the, when we were talking about the AAC with East Carolina. When I said I think there's gonna be some shakeups this year, there's another one coming. No, the Big West. I like Santa Barbara. I think they're really good. I'm rolling with Cal State Fullerton to win the Big West this year. You believe in that over team. It. You believe in that team more than I think the team believes in themselves. I think Cal State Fullerton has what it takes to win. I mean, they're going to need some things to go their way. They're going to need to stay perfectly healthy all the way through, which is a lot of big what ifs. But I really do think experience can play a big factor. Give me Fullerton. Give me the Titans. I'll tell you this. If they don't get it figured out this year, there might be some people on the hot seat if you catch my drift. Um, because that is a baseball school. They're, they don't play football. Their basketball team's trash. At least I think they're trash. Um, Fullerton's got to figure it out like sooner rather than later. It's been too long since they've hosted a regional or been to a super, went to Omaha. Uh, so I, I, I don't think weird. I don't think they're going to win this conference, but I think they should be better than they were last year. I, I the thing is that for any normal typical school, it hasn't been that long. I mean, seven years since an Omaha trip is not terrible for a small school, yeah. but it's Fullerton. Their their standard is so high compared to other schools that you can't escape it. Yeah, unless you literally self-implode, self-detonate the program and change your name and brand. It's still Fullerton. It's still the Titan. Yeah. So it's time to win. It's time to win some ball games, and I'm here for it. You know what I liked last year about Fullerton? I used to watch a lot of their games on, on whatever network it was. I think they were ESPN Plus. Uh, and their, their announcer happened twice. Their announcer left their cell phone on loud mode. And like the phone would be ringing. Yeah, the phone would be ringing mid pitch, and he would have no clue uh, that we could hear it. It happened twice, and that's what I thought. Somebody, was so funny. somebody got mad about my sound in our last episode. You're a good whistler. That was that was a good whistle. All right, yeah, that's a good whistle. No more of that. I, I see why it annoys the fans. Um, well, no, trust me, I I would be annoyed if I was them too. So my apologies. Yeah, it's all good. Um. All right, so we got the uh, the West out of the way, and we're going to move on to Conference USA. I got Ooh, fancy with this one, too. I got fancy with this one. I, I don't know if I believe this myself, but I did, I did look at the conference, and I did have six teams that I was like, ooh, I could see them winning, you know, the Charlotte, Louisiana Tech, UTSA, um, uh, Florida Atlantic. The uh, it comes down to me. I'm actually about to switch my pick. I think. Yeah, I'm switching my pick. You want me to? You want me to make my pick and come back to you? No, I, I need to make this switch right now. Give me UTSA. I think UTSA is starting pitching. Plus, they returned. A kid that went to my high school, Matt King, their shortstop, starting shortstop's a freaking stud. Um, but they returned five starters, six starters maybe. And they were on the brink of an at-large bid last year. So I want, I want to see the Roadrunners win this. Obviously, I think 
it probably will come down to Charlotte versus Louisiana Tech. Those two teams, in my opinion, are the most talented, but I would not be surprised one bit if UTSA had a breakout season this year. Like this, they're 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 due for one. They're also due for a stadium upgrade because I cannot stand watching their games on TV because they have high school bleachers behind home plate. Do, hey, by the way, do you remember the the broadcast stream from the Conference USA tournament last year mm, on CBS Sports? What field was it at? Was it at UTSA? No. No, it was at Southern Myth. Then I don't rem- Oh, I remember the tournament. I don't remember the, the CBS. CBS does Conference USA Conference Tournament. It is a beautiful broadcast. Is it? HD, high quality, nice scoreboard little thing. I love their broadcast when they do their conference tournament. I wish they would do more of the regular season game. Because they hide it behind their Kusa TV, and it's annoying as shit. Yeah, that's right. Kusa Conference USA is Kusa. 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 It took me it took me three seconds to figure that out. I, I was like, "What is he talking about?" Um, Kusa, hey, hey, a Kusa I don't know what that means either. Um, a Conference USA koozie. Oh, a Kusa <laughs> Hey, if they sell if they sell Conference USA koozies, I'm buying you one. I want to see you drink your Miller Lights out of that. Dude, nice pick. Miller is the way to go. Hey, they're not a sponsor. No free ads, dude. Remember, we talked about this. Hey, we got a DM <laughs> from a beer company, by the way. Not recently, earlier this evening. Tonight, actually. Oh, PBR? I saw that. Pab I love Blue it. Ribbon, dude. There's a, good, uh, there's a good PBR bar in Macon uh, called the Hummingbird. Yo, you, went, you went to the Bird, I bet. For karaoke nights and Bird stuff. Is the word. Yeah, they used to have a PBR counter. Every time someone bought a PBR, like it would light up on the scoreboard, and it would say like sixteen thousand PBR sold here in the career. It was kind of cool. We would go. We would go to uh, the Bird on Tuesday nights to play dart. Dart tournaments. Oh yeah. And karaoke, karaoke on win- karaoke on Wednesdays. Yep. Dart dart throws Tuesday, but the Bird was like that. That it was a hippie bar. I don't know if it was the same when you were there. Yeah, it was like cigarettes inside, cigs inside, and. It was kind of gross. It was, a, it was a hippie bar. It was a very hippie bar. Yeah. But so make your damn pick. I said UTSA. UTSA. My my brain is saying Charlotte. My heart is saying UTSA. So I'll go with the heart. I'm doing. A, I'm getting a little cute here. I'm going back to the Sunshine State to pick my winner. Give me the Florida Atlantic Owls. I like their roster build. I think I don't think they're super special in anything. But I think they're really like solid in all areas. Do you and remember I that think, 2019 team that they had? They, they could really absolutely good. match. I think they led the 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 league, or not the league, but the NCAA. No, I think it was doubles, wasn't it? It was their slugging was through the roof. Yeah, they matched. Um, yep, give me Florida Atlantic to win this conference. What was I the really, guy? I, what was I the freshman's Louisiana. name? The freshman hit two grand slams in the same inning. His first oh, two college at bats. Pendleton, Pendleton, Pen- Pentecost. No, not Pender. Max Pender uh, no, Pentecost is the first round catcher from Kennesaw State. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, um, dude, he follows us on Twitter and like his DM does before. I Pendleton, Pendleton, Caleb Pendleton, Pendleton, hey, Caleb Pendleton. That came right off the dome. Did not look that up. Swear, Caleb Pendleton. Two grand slams. His first two college at bats in the same inning. Crazy. Wonder if he's still there. I haven't looked. That would this would be his 
fourth year. So maybe, um, but no, no I really do like Florida year. Atlantic. Third year. It was 2021. Yeah, that's what I meant. And he's still here. He has to be. Um, I like Louisiana Tech. I do. I really do like UTSA, but I'm going to stick with my guns here, my gut, Florida Atlantic. Yeah. Hey, I know they lost Old Dominion and uh, Southern Miss, but that's still a really good conference. I, I like a lot of these teams. Still a good, good, solid conference. I mean, they added Dallas Baptist. Oh, shoot, dude. We didn't even cover that yet. Yeah, they did. I didn't even have them as my – oh, dude, what the heck? I didn't even consider them. They're not going to win the conference. It's tough to win a conference your first year there. Convince yourself that they're not going to win. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> but you know what's I, interesting? Dallas Baptist, by the coaches' poll in the Conference USA, Dallas Baptist was fit, picked to finish second. But they didn't have a single member on the all-conference team. I don't, I don't understand why that is. Is there like a thing where the coaches – don't pick them because they're not familiar with them. Like, I'm not yeah, sure why. Maybe. Maybe. So, but yeah, know. Dallas Baptist is in there too. And yes, I'm still sticking with Florida Atlantic, but I just, it's a great conference still. I think, I think Dallas Baptist replacing Southern Miss and Old Dominion is pretty close. Like, it's like, okay, we didn't lose that much. Yeah. Well, I mean, shoot, you look at, postseason success they probably match up very similar to southern miss over the last 10 years or so i would agree no no omaha births from either one but also a lot of regionals a lot of conference championships a lot of uh a couple super regionals mixed in there so yeah i mean i think that's a good replacement i i'll be honest i did not even write them down as a potential winner and i had five so maybe six teams could win this conference Wow. Mm-hmm. I think, hey, location-wise, the, the Conference USA did a good job. They get the Dallas area. They get a little bit of Dallas now. Yeah. I don't, I don't, know, what, I don't know what Dallas Baptist um, demographics are like. I don't know if they have much of a range of fans or whatever people in the Dallas area. Do people pay attention to Dallas Baptist in Dallas? Yeah, of course. They uh... – and shoot, they just built or upgraded their stadium a ton. So uh, that was a few years ago. But yeah, they have a they have a pretty good fan base. Is DBU like in the heart of Dallas? Yeah, yeah. That's sweet. Well, no, it's not like in downtown Dallas, like Georgia Tech is to Atlanta, but it's it's Would you close. Say it's inside the perimeter, kind of thing. Oh, for sure. It's not like the Dallas Cowboys, which are thirty five minutes in Arlington. Um, yeah, DBU oh, it's in Arlington. Dallas Cowboys are. Oh, I know. I thought you were talking about Dallas Baptist. No, I say it's not like the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no. They're they're more in the city there. Um, All right, we're going to go to Colonial. Now, the Colonial, I was was torn on. How? How are you torn in the Colonial? There should be one pick and no doubter. You're going to say Northeastern, aren't you? I said College of Charleston. Absolutely, College of okay. Charles. You scared me there for a second because I actually didn't think. No, dude, you actually did scare me. I started sweating for a second. I was like, I was like, give me the Chuckies of of College of Charleston. But I thought Northeastern was up there in the conversation too. Am I wrong? I think College of Charleston should run away with this. Their team is too loaded. No, I understand they're good, but they. 
I, I think Northeastern's going to be really good too. They they absolutely mash. I think they're going to be good, but Charleston. I mean, history. I mean, okay. I don't like going back in history because history doesn't really is irrelevant when it comes to this year. But Charleston used to be a freaking powerhouse. Oh, I know. They swept us at Mercer one year. No, no. Before, like our before, like. 2008 to 2014. Yeah, and when you were streaming NCAA baseball, like when you you were playing that for me in front of me um, on our stream or whatever we were doing, and in 2007, I think they won 52 games. They were a powerhouse. They had it. They had a first round pick hitter. Um, oh my god, what's his name, dude? They were unbelievable. But I like Holbrook. I like Carlos Charleston. That's what I'm rolling with. Yeah. So. Um, Anyways, we'll go to the letter H. It's weird that there's no conferences that start with D, E, F, G. Are we on the horizon? Yeah, so H, horizon. This is the lock of the century. Wright State absolutely dismantles this conference every year, and they're going to be really good again this year. That I mean, if you have anybody else but Wright State, just go ahead and, and quit the show now. I think it should just be the Horizon Raiders League. Yeah. Dude, you know what's funny? They're the Raiders, but don't they have like a little dog logo? Like a husky or yeah, something? Yeah, but I think, it's like, I think it's like a Raider dog. Like, why is a Raider a dog? A Tuscan Raider. Whoa. What? Oh, from Star Wars. I, yeah, I, for, I should have known that. Wait, they're named after a Star Wars character? No, but no, but they're the Tuscan Raider that look it's like kind of like a dog in Star Wars. Um I'm pulling that up on Google right now. Um as the official mascot, the number one fan of Rice State, Rowdy Raider represents the university. Um Rice State has struggled to decide what mascot what the mascot is since it started playing varsity basketball in 1970. The student contest, the student contest determined Rice State's colors would be hunter green and gold. And the school nickname would become, um, would be Raiders. And then the equipment manager realized that the Raiders was used in the NFL. And so they used Green Bay colors and the nickname from the Oakland Raiders, which were very popular and very good teams at the time. Mm. So that's why they went with it. And that's then weird. <laughs> that's weird. And, and to, oh, by the way, they're not a they're not a dog, it's a wolf. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. Yeah, it's a dog. dog. It's a wolf coyote looking mascot. But that was interesting. They went with the Raiders because of the NFL. Green Bay Packers colors. I think they're kind of close there geographically. And, uh, yeah, so there you go, a little history lesson, right? They Raiders, they picked their colors and their mascot based on NFL team. Wow. The more you know. That's a little little bar fact you can throw out there. Hey, uh, by the way, I hope they have a game in the snow so they can wear their all white. Hey, those pictures that they dropped were sick. Sick. Um, anyway, so let's go to the Ivy League. So the Ivy League here... I think we're going to disagree. I'm going to stick with Columbia just because of the, the good season they had last year um, where 
I mean, they could have they could have won their regional. They were a three seed at Virginia Tech, right? And, and they, uh, went they, the they went to the finals. They also like blew a pretty big lead, if I remember correctly. Um, but these guys can really hit, and Columbia is traditionally pretty good there. Um, so I didn't. I, I'll be honest. I didn't do a ton of research into the Ivy League because. I don't. I know these teams aren't making to a super regional or Omaha, uh, and I know we probably don't have a huge fan base for the Ivy League. The games are hard to watch too. Um, but I just, I just I went with last year's champion. Not hard to watch when Penn rolled in College Station, is it? Hey, that's true. I forgot Penn was really good last year too. Um, this is a revenge season for me. I'm gonna roll with the Penn Quakers. I think Penn will get revenge on Columbia this year and win the Ivy League title. That's but, fair. hey, don't sleep on Harvard. It's their turn to rebound. Yeah. Hey, Harvard's actually produced a lot of, like, pro prospects and pro, pro draft guys uh, since we started the show. I think they've had at least four drafted, three or four. Um, but, yep, anyway. All right, now we're going to the MAC, M-A-A-C, uh, Metro Atlantic Athletic Conference, where – this year they have more teams in the league. Um, I think it's because of the the Miac split. The uh, but my champion, give me the Stags at Fairfield. They're uh, they had a really good year in twenty twenty one. The twenty twenty one Cinderella. Yeah, they they actually did they beat Texas or no? They beat Arizona State and Texas is regional. Yep. And um, no, but Fairfield's building a really good program up there. Uh, they. Uh, they returned some guys this year in the middle of the order. Um, I believe their Friday night guys back, or maybe he was their Saturday guy last year. Um, but yeah, I, I think Fairfield will win this conference. Um, really good northern program. So I am rolling with in the Mac. This one is a bold pick, by the way. But I, I like them. They're old. They had pitching, a lot of pitching, and they have a pretty decent lineup where if they can support that pitching staff, they'll win. The Kent State. And I've just blanked out on their mascot. Kent State? Like the Golden Flashes? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I just looked at my sheet. Oh, my God. We're on the Mac. Ryder. No, we're on the Mac, not the Mac. Yeah. When you said Kent State, I I'm was on, like, he, uh, he, had to have said, he had to have said a different team than Kent State. And he like paused and I was like, the golden flashes? <laughs> hey, you no, know what? Think... You, you, were, you were right. That is a crazy pick. Um, you know, a, a crazy hey, hold pick. Hold on, hold on. Let's back up. <laughs> I'm rolling with Ryder. Ryder, 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 Ryder. You're, wait, I'll, I'll let you re-say that. You're rolling with Ryder or you're riding with Ryder? You should say riding with rider. rider. I'm riding rider, rider, riding. We riding with rider. A rider <laughs> and why, riding. And why? Tell me why, because I, I don't know anything about rider. A rider riding. I don't know. A rider riding. The, the Metro Atlantic Conference. Um. By the way, speaking of the Metro Atlantic Conference, can we all just say a prayer and a, a message of good support for the Iona Gale. That team went through the gauntlet last year. They got absolutely cut and chopped and spit out by all the big bad dogs. Their, Their schedule, schedule last, last year. year was so hard. I mean, and they it, were... was the, it was the most pitiful, most 
sad and depressing sk- season I've ever seen from a baseball team. What what did they, they finish? I don't four, ben, I think when, they had four wins. They were four and fifty or six and fifty or six and forty nine or something last year. That is just that is just and, and, and their most of their losses were by ten plus runs. <laughs> most it was most. so bad. I think Tennessee put up seventy eight runs in two and a half games against them last year. I mean, Old Dominion blew their doors off too. Um, mm-hmm. But I really hope Iona. Hey, let's let's set the bar at twenty wins this year for the Gales. Hey. I would love to see Iona hit that twenty win mark. Um, would be a massive accomplishment with the facilities that they have and the resource. They have nothing. They have nothing. Mm-hmm. So I'm really rooting for Iona. Yeah. Uh, here we go. So the, here we go. Now your Mac pick, you're going to go with the golden flashes. The golden flashes of Kent State. Like I said, really like their pitching. They've got a lot of it. Got some, a few. Nobody like superstar power pitching wide. They've got one guy. Um, but overall, they're deep pitching. They've got some hitting. I like Kent State. Okay. Yeah, I actually consider Kent State here. Um, but I'm going with a team that is a little bit on a revenge tour. Give me Ball State. Uh, Ball State lost their Friday guy from last year, who was absolutely insane, like 98, 99 miles an hour. Um, but they still had a good team. They were neck and neck all year with Central Michigan. Uh, they were battling it out. The two, of the two, sorry to cut you off, but that Ball State and Central Michigan were really hard to pick again. Mm-hmm. Those two teams are the standard in the, in the, in the MAC. Yeah, and I, didn't it come down to the last weekend series between those two? And then uh, a so phenomenal we, conference tournament. Yeah, and then the conference tournament was was crazy too. Yeah, I remember that now. Ball but yeah, State I mean, I think had the tournament at home. Mm-hmm. Because they, remember, I think uh, they played Siri. Um, did they? I think they had it like a series style. So like the semifinals was one. We can let me look it up. Mac twenty twenty two baseball. I might be in my head. I might be thinking of the OVC. I'm gonna, I, have, I have it right in front of me. Um, twenty twenty two Mac championship. No, it was it was a uh, it was a um, conference tournament style. Right. Okay. But, but I'm trying to remember. Was it twenty twenty one? Where they had that series and Central Michigan beat Ball State and at Ball State. They had a huge crowd and everything. That was, I thought that yeah. was the last weekend series last year that you're thinking of to win the conference tournament. I mean, to win the conference regular season. No, no. Muncie, Indiana is Ball State. What am I talking about? Indiana Ball State. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, Ball State University is in Muncie, Indiana. That we're we're we're, we're talking about the right thing. Um, Central Michigan beat Ball State on their home turf. Ball State hosted the tournament. That's what I was remembering because they had yeah. a fantastic crowd, loud, rowdy crowd. And Central Michigan just it was like a really good game. Ball State had the lead. Central Michigan mm-hmm. came back. Um, so yeah. Anyway, go ahead. All right. So we're now we're going to do the uh, Missouri Valley Conference. And of course, they've already like the the cream of the crop for the MVC was Dallas Baptist for the last decade. Um, now, of course, last year Missouri State hosted the tournament and they won the tournament and got the that automatic bid. But losing Dallas Baptist really opens up this conference because this is a very even conference from top to bottom. 
Uh, I'm going with Evansville, Purple Aces. I think this is their year. If there like, ever was a year for Evansville to be um, the conference winner, it would be this year with all the talent that they're returning. They got a great coach. Um, and I- I'm not sold quite yet on Indiana State. I'm not quite sold yet on Missouri State. I do think Southern Illinois is going to be very good again, but we've seen them kind of have those late season collapses after starting off hot. Uh, I think the Purple Aces are going to be the most talented team on every given night in conference play. So I'll roll with them. We have a collision course here. I'm going with the Purple Aces of Evansville as well. Let's go. I think, I think they have enough returning guys offensively. They lost a couple big boppers. But for the most part, they returned a, a pretty good chunk of their team last year. And they were they got hot last year. They started off slow, got mm-hmm. super hot in MVC play, and were right in the thick of it at the end. They were right there at the end. Um, I think Southern Illinois has had so much success the last two years with nothing, not much to show for it in terms of postseason. And it, it gets old. It gets really old. Um, they're probably going to hit a stretch this year. We're just going to wear their asses out. They're going to be like, damn, we got to keep grinding again to, to get where we want to be. It's, it, gets, it gets old. It gets hard. It gets tiring. And I think Edmondsville will slide right into that first place spot and take the regular season crown. Nice. So we agree with that one. That's good or bad. Uh, I, I wasn't expecting you to take Evansville, to be honest. I, I thought you would probably lean towards a uh, Indiana State or Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois with a close second, with a close yeah. second, and I like I think I overanalyzed this pick. Maybe, but hey, I, I, I'm down with Evansville. They have a really cool coach. It's uh, Jamie Carroll's brother. You remember Jamie Carroll from MLB? West Carroll. West Carroll, yeah. When they came down and played at Mercer, I think in 2020 or 2021, I talked to West Carroll. He's a super down to earth guy. Great. We 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 were the first leg of that. Uh, that home and home. We went to Evansville. Oh, okay. We got absolutely shit on. No, no, they came to us. We smack, We absolutely shit all over Kyle Freeland. We hit like four home rounds, first round pick to the Rockies. Um, but yeah. we, we smacked him around. Uh, you want to do, let's do Mountain West next here. Mountain West is kind of weak. I, I, I was surprised at the Mountain West. Maybe they won't be weak this year. But I, I was looking through the teams, nothing really popped off to me. So I went with the uh, 2008 national champions, Fresno State Bulldogs. They For should. fun. Yeah, I, I mean, they should win it. I know Nevada's usually all right, and I know UNLV's you know, pretty solid. Uh, but I, I, it was hard for me to pick a winner here, at least without doing a ton of research and without seeing these teams play on the field. But I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure if I'm sure of one thing, there will be a team that runs away with this conference. It may be uh, like a Nevada or UNLV. Uh, we'll know within the first few weeks who's going to win this conference. But for right now, I'm going to stick with uh, with Fresno State. The Tommy Mendonca Fresno State Bulldog. Oh, yeah. Um, by the way, awesome teammate. I love playing with that guy. Um, when did you play with him? I played with him in Lincoln, Nebraska at Haymarket Park. Love that. In independent ball. Um, phenomenal teammate. Super chill dude. Had cool stories about Omaha. Yeah. And uh, 
He's a lot older Aaron, than you, huh? The whole, the whole thing with Aaron Andrews. What? He's a lot older than you, right? Yeah, I think he's like 34, 35, maybe older. Yeah. Um, anyway, Mountain West, I, it came down to two teams for me, UNLV and San Diego State, and I rolled with UNLV. Um, I just think it's their conference to lose. Um, I mean, this conference doesn't doesn't excite me very much. There wasn't a whole no, lot of really excitement does. going through the rosters and stuff like that. I think San I think San Diego State's going to have a uh, a down year. The more I was looking at them, uh, I just think the expectations a little bit higher than what the the talent that they have. So uh, I could be wrong because again, I didn't do a ton of in depth conference research here, but um, not thinking they're going to have a, a an excellent team like they have recently anyways the uh northeast conference now i think i might switch my pick again but i'm i know i'm gonna stick with what i have i'm taking wagner uh just because their coach follows me on twitter he's dm me a few times uh, <laughs> i love that reason that's just that's yeah I, I want i want to root for him i want to root for option. wagner that you're, that's such a ben option yeah. pick right there Coach followed me. I like them. Wagner. Okay. What's their mascot? They're the uh, the Seahawks. No, no, no. The Harbor. No, no, no. Harbor Hawks. No, that's a different school. Seahawks. Hawks. Eagles. What are they? They are the Seahawks. That was my first guess. I talked myself. I didn't out of know, it. so I couldn't confirm or deny. That's why I had to look it up. Um. I'm going with the Long Island Ice Tea, the Sharks of Long the Ducks? Island. <laughs> I always think of the Long Island Ducks, the independent ball team. They there is they're the uh, they were Atlantic League. They're the Atlantic League Long Island Ducks, black and orange. Yeah, um, but I I'm saw Dontrell Willis pitch for them. I'm going with the Long Island Ice Sweet Tea or Long Island Tea, whatever they call it. Um, they won the conference the tournament last year. They were an awesome story. I think momentum will continue them through 2023. Like like you said, not a whole lot of research. This is a very, very, from the top of the paper, just kind of skimming over this one. A gut pick. This is gut pick. This is probably my 29th most confident pick out of from out of the 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would I would rate this in like the upper 20s, 27, 28, 29. Not, I'm not confident. This is like the Duke Mayo um, Bowl level confidence when picking your bowl pick them. Yeah, right. Yep, I see that. Uh, I, I probably a ton of Northeast Conference games to be honest. Uh, it's I, impossible. And what's well, no, no, they, they televise most of them um, on ESPN Plus, I believe. I see them listed all the time, and sometimes they'll play like a Friday day game. Hey, Ben, um, um, a little mic check. You, uh oh. No, I think you're back now, dude. I'm sorry. You're my, good. No, you're uh, good. my computer, my computer is basically a microwave right now. <laughs> it's it's projecting just radioactive radioactive waves at me. I'm probably probably I don't know. I don't want to say the c word. I don't want to say cancer, but um, my my computer is a, a microwave. So apologize about my voice if it's cutting in and out. The you're um, back. You're back now. The, the thing with the Northeast Conference is sometimes they'll play a Friday day game uh, before the, the Friday night game start. I'll, I'll watch it while I'm at work. Yeah, and I'll watch it on ESPN+. Plus. But, I mean, you can't gamble on the games. There are never any lines on them. And 
teams aren't really anything that we need to pay attention to until maybe late May, uh, early June. So well, I'll, I'll stick with my Wagner pick. Hey, you want to know? You want? I'm going to say something. These t- those teams, even even like the people in the area and the players of that team and the fa- their fans or their friends and family and maybe some students that they have classmates or whatever. Most of the people don't give a shit about those games either. Like it, it's a brutal, if just being brutally honest, like even if, if I play for Long Island, you, I promise you, I would not tell my friends to, Hey man, watch our game today, bro. Go get- I would, hmm? I would, no, I wouldn't I, maybe my start day or whatever. Hey, watch our game. I'm, I'm, I'm pitching, but other than that, I'd be like, Hey man, go enjoy your weekend. If you got nothing else to do, throw <laughs> the game on, but enjoy your weekend. Hey, I'm I'm guilty of that when I played at UT Martin my uh, my freshman year, they would televise our game. This was before ESPN Plus picked up college baseball. Uh, we had OVC Network, and they televised pretty much every game. But the broadcasts were so bad, and we were so bad as a team. I I didn't let anybody know. Like my high school friends, no way. Mm-mm. Friends in campus, like I was like, eh, I play baseball, but you don't need to watch. <laughs> Yeah, I play I play baseball. You my that's about it. My uh my dad came to a weekend series one time with my little brother, and instead of my mom watching the games on uh OVC network, my dad literally got his camera on FaceTime and like there was a better image FaceTiming my mom, like showing her the game that way rather than uh than the OVC Dude. network. And in I'm I'm telling you right now, in this day and age. Get a camera, put it behind center field. I mean, shit, you don't need a TV camera tower. Just get a pole, tape it a nice camera. You can buy a nice HD camera for, you know, 300 bucks, 400 bucks. I'm promised, I, I'm pretty sure a school can afford a decent camera for, you know, 400 bucks. Zoom that thing in to home plate. Everybody just wants to see the pitching view. That's where yeah. you get the best view. And then another camera behind the plate, get two students and just alternate the cameras. Take some basic broadcasting class, one-on-one dummy, whatever you call it. Just basic. And just give two kids free Chick-fil-A for the week, every weekend. Throw them a few <laughs> t-shirt and give them an internship credit. Like something like that. And just tell, let them run that thing. It's not that hard. Well, hey, I, I mean, as somebody that has... I mean, I've done a lot of ESPN Plus games like in the broadcast booth. I know those guys work really hard. ESPN um, is a different. That's a full broadcast. Yeah, they do. They, the graphics team is great to work with. The guys in the trailer and the in the in the booth, or not in the booth, sorry, in the trailer and in the broadcast studio, they do work really hard. But I see what you're saying. Like, if you don't have ESPN Plus and you don't have a broadcasting thing, stick a camera behind home plate. Stick a camera behind center field. Just alternate the views. Just flip back and forth. There's a ground ball to short, flip to home plate. If it's not, just keep it in the pitcher. Ball in play, flip it. Yeah. I mean, I mean, just a clear image is what people ask for where they can see the pitch. You know what I want to do this year? This is kind of on topic, but kind of off topic. I wish eleven point seven could sponsor like some of the smaller, like smaller end ESPN plus games. It can't be that much money, right? I because mean, there's hardly I mean, any other sponsors. I feel like at this point, they would just be happy to take the sponsorship and cover a post-game meal or something. By the way, the, if we can bring in enough money where we can ha- do fun things 
I promise you guys, we will. Like, we're not going to yeah, sit we're not- here and just try to pocket every quarter, every dime, and every dollar. Like, we want to do fun stuff, too. So that's part of the Patreon thing. A little self, self-promotion self here. But you join our Patreon, maybe not this year. We'll try next year. But you're, we're working toward trying to do cool stuff. Like, random shit. I want to sponsor outfield walls or, like, the foul pole or – you know, an ESPN Plus or, broadcast. Or, like, or we'll have an 11.7 series, and we just broadcast the series for a school that would normally not have anything. I, I can call the Wagner coach right now. I bet he'd be happy to have us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> How cool would that be to pull up to Iona and be, like, featured? We just do we just broadcast their game, and like, at a high level. So they get super yeah. excited that they're on, quote-unquote, like a – high-end ESPN that'd be so much fun to do yeah that would be fun anyway um, we need to we need where to get do we back leave on off? picks yeah we need yeah we need to get back to picks um OVC hey so the OVC I have a I have a very interesting take here um I think the OVC is going to be down a lot this year because they lost Belmont and they lost um Jacksonville State uh they lost quite a few teams I think four and uh, so this year, I'm picking Southern Indiana, the Screaming Who? Eagles. Southern Indiana, they're a D2 powerhouse, moved up to Division One. It was like them and Lindenwood and I think one more school. But, yeah, Southern Indiana, they're the Screaming Eagles is their mascot. And I think they won a D2 national championship not too long ago. Um, everybody knows the difference between, like, upper end Division Two and lower end Division One. I, I think definitely favors the Division II team by far uh, as far as talent goes. And uh, I think this is a prime opportunity for them to win the OVC. Now, I don't know if they're eligible for the postseason or not. I didn't look into that. But give me Southern Indiana to win the regular season OVC. I think they're going to surprise a lot of people. That's, hey, respect. That's a, that's a fun pick. <laughs> that's a cool pick. Just because Belmont and all those schools left, Daddy's still home. Daddy is still there. <laughs> Simo, the Red Hawk, own the Ohio Valley. I mean, they do. the OVC runs through Simo, Missouri, wherever, southeast Missouri. I think it's in Cape Girardeau. Yeah, I'm not exactly mistaken. right. It is. It is? Okay. So, I mean, I should know the Simo. OVC. I played everywhere. I played against everybody, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, Simo's the obvious pick, but I'm, I'm Indiana. Gonna, I'm gonna believe in the little guys, Southern Indiana. They might be my team this year. And if they're okay, I'll put it this way if they are eligible for postseason play, you remember how last year Fordham was my team because I spun a wheel? Uh, I think I might, I might become like the biggest Southern Indiana fan out there. I need some screaming eagle gear. Um, I love their logo, I love their, their colors. It's a uh, – it might might end up being my team this year that I, I root for. Hey, I wish you the best of luck. Thanks, man. I'll see you in Omaha. Literally. I will literally see you in Omaha. You mean, no, you mean no, not wait. Vegas? Vegas. I will literally see you in Vegas. Hey, yep. See you in Vegas, boy. Yeah. Um, hey, so you the, took SEMO there. Smart pick. That was way too off topic. We've been off topic enough. Carry on. All right. So uh, the Pac-12. I mean, don't overthink this. Does your does does your pick not end with S? Does it, it, it starts with an S and ends with their team name doesn't have an yeah singular team name yeah Stanford Cardinal. I mean, 
I mean, okay, I'll put it this way. I like Arizona as a sleeper. I like Arizona State as a sleeper. UCLA is going to be really good again. Oregon State, Oregon will be, both be competitive. But Stanford might be – I would say yeah. they're the most talented non-SEC team in the country. They are – They are. that's exactly what I was going to say. They're the most talented non-team named LSU or Tennessee. Yeah. I, mean, I think that's pretty straightforward. If they don't win the Pac-12 – I'm still not worried because they have enough talent to get through a postseason, the regional, super regional, whatever. They'll they'll probably end up in Omaha. I'm, I'm a big believer in Stanford. They've been to Omaha the last two years, right? Yep, this will be third three years in a row if they make it. Now that is that is hard to do. Three years in a row to Omaha is, is tough. Uh, that's tough company. That's like Vanderbilt territory. That's that's impressive. I mean, that's almost tech. I mean, yeah. Texas Tech didn't even do it three years in a row. No, yeah, Texas Tech didn't do it three years in a row. Now, Texas has a chance to do it three years in a row yep. this year, too. But, uh, I don't um, know about this year. Yeah, yeah I don't think so. Anyway, anyway so Stanford. Um, hey, by yeah. the way, UCLA would be my second my second place runner-up. I'm liking Arizona as my second place runner-up as a sleeper. I almost picked them to hey, win this. No, country, I didn't almost. The whole country will be familiar with the Chase Davis show. Yes, um, that's a preview to my later segment that I'll talk about. Anyways, Patriot League, super easy, right? Army? Army, Army. Until next, someone... next conference, Army, done. Yeah. <laughs> Army is just a powerhouse there. Uh, all right, SEC. Here now. we go. Hey, hey, listen, uh, I, I'm actually pretty high confident on this one. I'm a big believer that this is going to be correct. Give me the back-to-back SEC champs. I, I love Tennessee for that. because, And this is why. And, oh, did you pick them too? I picked the Volunteers of Tennessee. Dude, I'll tell you why. One, they don't have a target on their back. Bingo anymore. number one. That's going to be LSU. Number two, they have the starting rotation and the bullpen to get through that just absolutely brutal SEC Bingo. schedule. Um, and three, they have a chip on their shoulder this year. Bingo. They, 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 they're going to be playing with a different type of passion. Um, you know, last year was very emotional, very like – they they showed their emotions very well on their sleeve. This year, I think they're gonna be a little bit more focused. Uh, they lost a lot of the glitz and glamour, a um, lot of draft picks, but this year they're just. I mean, I'm not gonna say just as talented, but potentially just as talented. And I even have a sleeper that nobody's talking about as a possible Golden Spikes winner from Tennessee uh, that is not Chase Dolander. Anyways, wait, hold on, go hold ahead, on, hold on. I, it's a position player, right? Yeah. Does his last name end with a B? No. It's not who you think it is. Somebody that hit 380 last year and only 25 starts, but he's coming back. I thought it would catcher, outfielder. Dirk. No, it's not him. It's Jared Dickey. Dickey. Dude, Dickey can swing it. I love and, it. I and love he, it, dude. I love it. I he think, kind of played off the bench a little bit last year. He didn't play a full mm-hmm, season, uh-huh. um, but he's an absolute stud. Dude, I mean, you can – I mean, I don't uh, – Tennessee did nothing to lose that, that that first place status. Okay, I get it. LSU made noise this offseason. But I kind of, I kind of feel like Tennessee is still – the SEC still runs through Knoxville. Until yeah, hey, somebody deep. This isn't this isn't football, man. Like 
the the grind of an SEC baseball season is different. It, it's different than football. It's not automatic Georgia or Alabama. In my opinion, there's five teams that could win the SEC regular season. Just because the games don't matter as much, these teams um, know that that they're already um, like going to make the postseason. The uh, I think there's five teams that could win the SEC this year. Think about Tennessee's rotation. I mean, last year, Blade Tidwell was hurt. He made his comeback. He helped them. But mm-hmm. Dolander, B, I mean, Dolander, Chase Byrne, who, by the way, people he was a top 10 pitcher in the country as a freshman. Yeah, and all insane. of college baseball. He's back. And then you got Chase Beam, um, not Chase Beam. Yeah, what's his name? Beam, Drew yeah. Beam. Drew Beam. Drew Beam, yeah. He's probably the best Sunday guy in the country, if not top five. So you got, you got, no, to- he's definitely, definitely top, definitely top five. Maybe, I mean, maybe going to be the best Sunday guy by far. Most talented Sunday guy. So you've got a yeah. potential. Okay, everyone is on the Dylan Cruz train, but I'm still sticking with Dolander, a first, the number one overall pick. I know pitcher going mm-hmm. one overall is hard, whatever, but whatever. Dolander one overall, Chase Byrne top fifteen pick next year. Yeah, and then Beam Drew Beam is probably going to be a top three rounder, dude. Yeah, I mean that's 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 like you're pushing that that mar- uh, oh my god, you're pushing that lighter rocker like level of holy Easily. shit this rotation is unbelievable yeah but lsu is going to have that too with thatcher Hurd and paul skeens like you know what i'm saying lsu and then i okay but like this is a rotation that's already done it once this yeah. is just year two of almost the same rotation like nothing against lsu like just because i'm hyping up one team doesn't mean i think less of another team i think lsu is also the best team in the country right now on paper mm-hmm. going into the season, but I love Tennessee to win the SEC. I think Vitello is gonna go on a rampage tour this year. Hey, I have a T-shirt idea that just popped in my head, and uh, if any of the listeners steal it, that's fine. Just give me credit. Uh, so it's Tennessee. It's Tony Vitello. No, stop it. We don't. We don't. We are gatekeeping this one. No, come on. Let me just say it. we're not gonna actually make this T-shirt because it, it probably wouldn't sell. But this is a funny graphic. So Tony, Tony Vitello is playing Duck, Duck, Goose um, with three people. But instead of Duck, Duck, Goose, it's uh, Chase, Chase, Drew. Like Chase Dolander, Chase Burns, Drew Beam. Chase, Chase, Drew. And he's like tapping him on the head, Vitello. So instead of Duck, Duck, Goose, it's Chase, Chase, Drew. <laughs> I don't like like Duck, Duck, Goose, Chase, Chase, Drew. Ben, that's not your best stuff. That's not your best work. Uh, that's why I said, that's why I was open to give it out on the podcast. I mean, I think it'd be a funny shirt, a ton of sense, but, you know. It, it, was, it, was, a, it was A plus for effort. It was, it was, it was a, a shot. It was All a right, shot. Conference. I, I know no, wait, 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 wait. Real fast. SEC. I think five teams could win it. I love Florida. Love LSU. Love Tennessee. Love Texas A&M. And do you want to guess my last one? Who could win the SEC? You like the South Carolina Gamecocks. I do. I, I think really South like Carolina is a sneaky, sneaky I went team. on a South Carolina podcast with a uh, shout-out to Spurs Up Show, by the way, guys. If you uh, are a South Carolina fan and you don't know about him, I think it's pretty hard to not know about him. If you know about us, you probably know about him. Um, had an awesome time with Chris Phillip. Shout-out to Chris. Um, we love talking South Carolina baseball. Did a deeper dive into them. 
And dude, hey, dude. Cox might be rolling this year. Dude. He's he's so good at what he does, and like he also has built such a big following. Uh, I've been on Chris's show too. I think it was last year. Um, I'm gonna go back on it this year too. But um, yeah, he's he's hyping. I mean, I'm buying into his hype as well about South Carolina. Um, I think that they're gonna be back to what they were. Maybe not in the you know 2010, 2011, but you know, like the 2013, 2014, 2015 South Carolina teams, um, I, I, I believe that they're almost back. Now, winning the SEC is going to be almost impossible for them, but them and Vanderbilt, I see kind of eye-to-eye there. I think South Carolina will be playing in a regional this year, no doubt about it. Oh, yeah. I think they should host a regional. Maybe, maybe. not. That's not out of the question at all. Yeah, if they're the fifth SEC team, then they possibly could host a, a regional. Um, Fifth best SEC team is no doubt hosting. Yeah, um, um, floor, dude. The e, as, as strong as the West is, I think the East I really like the East is strong. I think the East is stronger because it, even do you want to know a team that nobody's talking about that's really fucking good? Georgia. Georgia had draft picked out of the Wazoo this year. A lot of yeah. prospects. But the other teams are so good that nobody's talking. You, you throw Georgia in the Pac-12, they're probably the preseason favorite. Yeah, I don't know about that. No, 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 no. Wait, no, wait, no, no, no. They wouldn't be the favorite. They would be a top three team in the Pac-12, I would say. I think they would win the Big 12. They might be a Big 12 favorite. But, mm-hmm. uh, it's hard to say, but Georgia... Okay, let's just say top three in those other conferences. For sure, they would be top for three. For sure, but they're probably whether they rank the seventh or eighth best team in the SEC preseason. Maybe yeah, seventh, eighth, probably the eighth. I would say the eighth, which is pretty absurd. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, but Florida, South Carolina, and Tennessee—that top three will rival Arkansas, LSU, A and M, and even Ole Miss or Mississippi State. So, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty loaded stuff in the SEC. Um, let's move on to the SOCON, our former conference. Listen, everybody, even myself, I want to pick Wofford. Um, I can't do it, though. Can't Wofford. Wofford's going to be, at least from returners last year, Wofford's going to be the best team in this conference. But Mercer is going to have a different style team this year than they've ever had. Not as many home runs, but a lot of guys. Do I need a, Do I need to show the text? You were not. The, you were not high on Mercer at all. So no, don't be a look, sellout. They, they returned. No. So I was. Unbiased. That was. That was weeks ago, dude. All right. So don't get be an unbiased college baseball. I, I think they're actually going to win the regular season. They were really close last year, um, and they last year they had no starting pitching with any kind of experience. This year they're returning the whole weekend rotation. Um, they have three junior college or transfer pieces in the bullpen and their, their Juco guys that they got to start in the lineup this year, um, position players were all like Juco, all conference, all American stuff like that. Um, so it might take them a little while to get meshed, but that works perfectly for me because once conference play starts, they'll have their lineup set. And I I really do. I actually believe that Mercer is going to win this conference. Do we need to throw a big fat disclaimer on this episode and say super biased podcast episode? Do it. Do it. Number two, are you that scared to go against Mercer? 
Are I'm you not Debbie? scared. Like, no, no, no. Listen. What is it with you always picking them when you know that like they're probably third best team in the in the conference this year? Third best. I don't know where you got what? third best from. Wofford. Shit, I think Greenboro might be better than this year. Mm, no way, dude. They were bad last year. They just hit a hundred home runs in the conference tournament and won it. Wofford was the best team last year. We Wofford, know that. I said Wofford, Wofford might, okay. also lost Hold their best reliever and their second best starter. Hold on, Wofford is my pick to win it. I'm unfaithful to my alma mater. Whatever. So what? They uh, weren't faithful to me. It is what it is. Um, that's just personal business. I don't know why I said that, but whatever. Um, Mercer had a chance. They have a chance. Mercer they was did. good last year, and like they're no, they weren't. We, dude, dude, they we're won. Right they now. won like forty games. They, they won thirty-five games. We and we thought we said it was the softest thirty-five win ever. No we, way. That was two years ago. Last year, that I think they won forty. Year. Last year with the softest thirty-five game. Dude, they won 40 games last year. I'm not I'm saying they up. didn't win 40 games last year with the softest 40 wins ever. Uh, actually, they might not have won 40. Um, and last year, last year they were like 28 and like four to start the year. And we were talking about how it was the softest 28 wins ever. They played absolutely nobody. That's not true. No- That's not true. Dude, they what? they played Florida State. They played Georgia Tech. Um, they played Utah. I guess Utah wasn't very good. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna pull it up. I'm Listen, this year sure. this year they have a great non conference schedule. Three at Baylor, at University of Texas. Mercer won 40 games last year. Ben Rutgers. You want to hear their schedule? Dude, they played Georgia Southern twice. Stop! 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 Eastern <laughs> Kentucky. Southern uh, Illinois. Eastern, Ken- Listen, Eastern Kentucky almost won the the ASUN. In fact, I think they okay. won the regular season ASUN. Okay, thirty-seven and twenty team, one hundred and fifteen RPI, garbage. SIU Edwardsville, UNC Asheville, Saint Peter's, South Florida, Utah, and Seton Hall were their non-conference schedule. They no, you you skipped you skipped Georgia Southern, Georgia Tech, Florida State. Oh, um, dude. They, you are. We talked about how awful that schedule was, because then they started getting their ass kicked in conference play, and we were and they were supposed to be so good. They played absolutely nobody. Ben, you are lying right now. I have the tech. I don't know why you're doing this right now. That was weeks ago. I, I actually did some research, and I like the Bears. They won forty games fair. last year. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. They, they won forty games last year. People forget. <laughs> Um, Wofford, listen, Wofford's going to be a really good team. Um, Marshall or Marshall, Marshall, they're starting their their Friday night guy. He's he's nails. He was good for him all year last year. Um, love watching him pitch. He works fast. He throws strikes. Uh, and I don't know. Like, I'm curious to see how Mercer's newcomers come in, but they got some stud newcomers, and I'm pleased with that. So we'll see. Hey, now, if you thought that pick was weird. Wait until the next conference pick because it's about to get really weird. Wait, what? For the next conference, we're about to talk about. Oh, hold on. Okay, back. Finish on the Southern Conference here. I will say that the last time Mercer 
last time Gibby went and got a bunch of JUCO guys to patch up a roster. It didn't. It, it worked out pretty well. That was my freshman year. He went. That's out not and, the last time. Nope. That was my junior year. Were you guys all all your whole team with JUCO? We had four JUCOs that regularly played, and a grad transfer from Notre Dame, and we also had. I guess we only had three JUCO pitchers that year, but like Ryan Hagen won Conference Player of the Year. He was an absolute stud. You know, myself, absolute freak of nature stud. Hit cleanup behind Kyle Lewis for five games. Uh, did you did you protect Lewis all year? No, five games, dude. I told you my I told you how it went. I went into the pre-spring not as a starter because I had an awful fall, and then in the pre-spring, those three weekends where we scrimmaged. I hit like five home runs out of like the nine games. And then I didn't start the, like the regular season. And then our All-American Trey Truitt, uh, right fielder, he like didn't run out a pop-up or something in, on Saturday of the first weekend. Yeah, the first weekend he like didn't run out a pop-up. And he was an All-American that year. He hit 21 homers. And uh, so they started me game three in right field. And I think I got a hit. And then the next game was Florida A&M. And I hit a home run. In like the seventh inning, we were we were down nine to nine to five. I hit a home run, and I like the next six or seven games, I hit cleanup. Like Gibby just threw me in the cleanup spot as not a starter, protecting Kyle Lewis, and it was hilarious. I was like, "What am I doing here?" Kyle Lewis is the best player in the nation, and I'm hitting right behind him. But then I slowly worked my way out of the lineup from there. That's <laughs> awesome. That's hilarious. Yeah. But um, well, maybe maybe not the most recent time, but. My freshman year, a bunch of JUCO guys. Anyways, move on, Southland. Southland, hey, listen, you talk about being biased. I'll be biased right here. Give me Houston Christian. The fighting Lance Berkmans, I have to do it. The Houston Baptist? No, no, they're Houston Christian now, dude. They changed their name. Houston Christian, the fighting Berkman. Yeah, the Huskies. fighting. Blue and orange, baby. Wow. I love Listen, this is a, it's a it's a stupid pick. Uh, there so actually I have a friend that's on the coaching staff. Um he was he went to the same junior college as me. Um and he was a year after I left, but he's he was at Western Kentucky for a little bit. Now he's at uh Houston Christian. And I DM'd him and I was like, "Hey man, what do you think about the team?" And he's like, "You know what? We're actually going to be good. Uh we have the right pieces. Everybody like Berkman's got the whole team." you know, buying into his program. Um, and, you know, he's like, you know what? We'll, we're we're going to be competitive and we're going to play like really good baseball this year. I was like, Dude, that's all I, I need to I love that. I love that. That's a little scoop right there for, for the, for the people. Yeah. Um, hey, dude, I'll call Lance Berkman right now. I have his number saved. Yeah. From last year, right? <laughs> uh, 2021. Oh, 2021. Fantastic interview. Should I call him right now? It, uh, it's, it's one o'clock AM central time. I bet he would pick up. No, he would answer. Uh, no. Oh, we'll hello. save the Berkman. Uh, hello? We'll save the Berkman. Um, <laughs> one phone call rule when we need something. Anyway, I'm More going with McNeese. I'm going with McNeese. The heartbreak of the Southland tournament, losing to Southeastern Louisiana, will have mm-hmm. the Cowboys fired up and ready to roll this year. Yeah. Hey, listen. I, I if I actually had to make a real pick, I do like McNeese a lot, and I do like Southeastern Louisiana. Um, both really good programs, but, uh, I'm going to stick with my guns. I'm going to say Houston Christian and Hey, listen, I'm going to make a rule for myself. If for some reason I ever get arrested and I have my one phone call, 
I'm not going to call my dad. I'm not going to call my mom. I'm not going to call my brother. I'm not even going to call my wife. I'm going to call Lance Berkman. <laughs> <laughs> if you think Christian win the conference this year and you look like an absolute genius, I think it, you, you might need to give Lance Berkman a phone call. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, did you hear what I did back in February? I picked y'all. All right, man. Five more to go. All right, here That's we go. Swack. No, oh, I have a swack here. Oh, okay. Well, thun, the U before W, so your alphabet is off. No, well, S, Southwest Southwest is S O. Sunbelt is S U. Swack. Nobody called him the Southwest Conference. Damn it! It's the swack. It's the swaggy swack. Um. All right. Well, we'll go Sunbelt then. Um. Hey, actually, for the Sunbelt. Uh, I'm very confident about this pick. I know the Sun Belt's going to be very competitive, but I really think Georgia Southern is going to win it. With their pitching that they have and them, I think their offense is going to be better this year than it was last year. Um, we get a lot of oldy, like old salty vets uh, coming back in the order. They have the, the hosting a regional experience. Georgia Southern, to me, is going to turn into like a premier mid-major program. Uh, I actually have their athletic director's phone number. Uh, his name's Jared. Super cool Damn. guy. You know he hosted me at the time. regional. Yeah, he hosted me at the regional, like treated me like a VIP. Um, they have huge things planned for their baseball facilities here in the next few years. He was showing me like renderings of this giant indoor cage and suites and um, luxury boxes for fans. It's going to be elite. Um you know that old TikTok trend? Who's the most famous person you have in your phone? Mm-hmm. Who Who's your most famous person? The most famous? name dropping all these people. The most famous? Dude, I actually have quite a few, like, actually, like, not college baseball famous, but really famous people. Um, probably either, for, like, anybody that follows, like, music. I mean, I went to high school with Trevor Daniel, who's, like, come out with some big songs with like selena gomez and stuff i have his number um probably hold on i'm scrolling through real fast um this is the most this is the most dragged out longest conference picks in the history of college hey, baseball picks. people but i think it's it. an, an entertaining one yeah no no no, no doubt um i'm scrolling through i have two anyway, names right now you I'm, go ahead anyway, I'll, I'll, you go ahead i'll figure it out um, my son, my fun bell pick, dude. I can't, I couldn't, I couldn't get keep my eyes off of them. I this team, I just every time I tried to like research some other teams and you know figure out who I really wanted to go with, I couldn't change my mind. Georgia Southern, I think is going to be the team to beat in in the Sun Belt this year. Um, I really like Louisiana. I think the Cajun will be strong. Um, Southern Miss, is Southern Miss will be yeah. Southern Miss. I mean, it was really hard to pick against Southern Myth, but this Georgia Southern team is the team to beat for me. Mm -hmm. No, I think it's going to be between Southern Miss and Georgia Southern. Georgia, I, mean, um, that's, I think that's pretty easy to say, though. Yeah, the Sun Belt's going to have a regional host this year, whether it's Georgia Southern or, or Southern Miss or Louisville. I mean, you can go down the list. I mean, old um, But, yeah, the uh, – I, I just think for some reason Georgia Southern's going to be the best team in that conference, just based off of who's returning. Now I will say I have a sleeper pick for a uh, Golden Spinner for Southern Miss. 
He's a JUCO transfer. He's an absolute freak. Um, anyways, the most famous person in my phone, at least from my sc- scroll through, is Dan Jennings. He used to be the GM of the Marlins, and I think he actually coached. Like he was the manager for half a season for the Marlins. Um, I talked to him about becoming an MLB scout back in uh, 2018. So I have his number saved. Dan Jennings. Probably, either him or like obviously like Ben Mintz from Barstool is like a big one. That I mean, he's not popular outside of like Barstool community, but um, of him, he's Lance really Berkman. Yeah. Lance Berkman's probably the most notable athlete. Kyle Lewis, of course, but I don't count that. Sweet. Swaggy swag. <laughs> uh, Ale- Alec Manoa. I have Alec Manoa's number from when we were interviewed. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm sure it's a different number now, though. Has to be. No way he keeps the same Probably. number. Probably. Um, Swaggy. All right. So we have the swag now. I'm going with Florida A&M. And the reason, the, the reason why is, one, their head coach – um, he used to be the pitching coach at Florida State. He does a really good job with that program. Um, and last year, they they were really good last year, but they're supposed to be better this year. Um, but just looking through that conference, I mean, I think I think FAMU is probably my favorite other than possibly like Southern. Those two are probably neck and neck. I'm going with Alabama State. I think the Hornets, I think they're really good. I think they're one of the. I mean, when I say really good, I hope you guys know what I mean. I don't mean like really good, like top really good for their conference. Yeah, yeah, for their conference, I think they're going to be really good. Um, they've been pretty successful the last couple of years. Um, so that's who I'm rolling with, Alabama State. Not a bad pick. They won it last year. So, all right, we got the summit now. Am I right? Summit. Yeah, look, I mean, Oral Roberts is going to be the best team in this conference, but I'm going to take Omaha. Uh, I like Omaha. Lost, give you reason why. I took – no way. I took Omaha. I took Omaha too. Uh, did like you really? Them. Yes, dude. I have Omaha right here. Yeah, that was one of the few teams in that conference I, like, I looked like at. They've got, they've, got some, they've got some studs. They've got a Golden Spike watch list guy, mm-hmm. Mike yep. Levy. Um, I, I, like, I like Omaha. Yeah. So you like both the teams in Omaha. You like Creighton too, didn't you? Creighton and Omaha. Hey, wow. this is the year they host the College World Series, if you know what I mean. No way. Creighton's not <laughs> no going way. to Omaha. No way. Nuts. Nuts. All right, here we go. Final right, so two. We got the whack. Um, this one was very easy for me. Hey, I think hold the- on. Did we already do the West? No, well, I was going to do WAC and then West Coast. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The, uh, so the WAC, I think, this is one of the easiest ones for me. By far, the, the most talented team in the WAC, and I say this, probably going to anger a lot of you know, Sam Houston fans and um, you know, other WAC teams. I can't think of them off the top of my head right now, but Grand Canyon is the pick. I mean, Grand Canyon has one of the best players in all of college baseball, could potentially win the Golden Spikes and Jacob Wilson. Um, and then they also have two absolutely elite starting pitchers that, like, this, if this Grand Canyon team, like, hosts a regional, they're probably going to go to a super regional. And if they get to a super regional, they have the arms to win a super regional 
a spoiler spoiler alert, Grand Canyon could very easily find themselves in Omaha this year. They're legit. They are legit. This is bigger than just the WAC conference pick. Grand Canyon is a is, they're a wagon, like people like to say. They're a yeah. wagon. Um, so I really like Grand Canyon. I think I love watching their games. I love watching their games on their stream. Their announcer has this like chill, laid back voice. It's very like Vin Scully like, just as chill as can be. Um, and they always play their games at like sunset almost. It's like a beautiful Arizona sunset, and it like trickles into night. It's great. They play some hard teams too. Like they play a very hard non-conference schedule. So I like Grand Canyon a lot. And then for the West Coast Conference, I went with a dart here. Just threw a dart at a board and was found myself liking BYU just because of a fall report that I read where their bullpen guys and their, their basically all their starting pitchers are just max or max velo guys that just throw the rock 95 miles an hour. And at some point that's going to play, right? You, you, if you have that and like seven, eight guys doing that, you're going to win more games than you lose. So I'll take BYU. I'm going with the Torero of the San Diego. I think it's a safer, but it's not a very flashy, safe, like very safe team. pick. That's a I very safe pick. Uh, yeah, it's a safe play. I like San Diego. Um, they should they they should do really well this year. Yeah, nice. Well, that wraps up all the thirty conferences. That took longer than I thought, but hey, I enjoyed doing that. Took that. very long. Um, I really have to take a piss. So can yeah, we we'll do take... like an intermission as we move on to the next thing? Yeah, let's take a little intermission here. Um, we'll be right. All right, we're back from a little bathroom break there. Conference pick them. Conference winner pick them took a little longer than we thought. So Dimitri had to take a little bathroom break. But we're moving on here. We have our um, – let's do our eight for Omaha. I think this is the best ne- – the next best segment to do. I'm sure a lot of people are dying to hear it. And uh, I'll be honest with you. I have six teams that I love. And then there's still two more that I'm trying to decide as we speak right now. So I'll go ahead and read my I'll, – I'll, do you want to go back and forth or do you want to read – I'll read my list first and then you can read yours. How about you, how about you say your first four? I'll say my – or do you want to just do all eight? Let's do all eight. I'll just run – you go through your eight first and then I'll go. No, you go through yours first. <laughs> okay. No, you hang up first. No, you hang up first. Um, all right, I'm going to lead things off. I'm going to say Southern Miss. Listen, I know I didn't pick them wow. to win the Sun Belt. But Southern Miss has to break through one of these years. And this is going to be the year because they're going to have less pressure on them. They're, they're a team that has – I mean, I know they lost their second-best starting pitcher to the, the transfer portal, but they have the, the pieces – I mean, everybody in their pitching rotation, all 11 guys use, have stuff to get you out. Um, and they have Matthew Etzel which is one of the best Juco pickups in the country this year. Um, Juco All-American, he hit like 480-something last year. Just absolutely mashes. He's, a, he's, a, he's going to be right in the middle of the order from day one. And uh, so I like Southern Miss a lot. Number two, I'm going to stay on the uh, mid-major train here, or as we call it, mid-major. They're probably not, but East Carolina finally breaks through this year. East Carolina 
last year was not their best team, and they were one game away, maybe even like six outs away from getting to Omaha. Uh, We know the jungle gets wild. We know they're going to probably host a regional because they're going to run through the American. And uh, this is the year that I think the committee lightens up on them for a super regional matchup. Uh, So give me the Pirates. Uh, Next one I'm going to say is the obvious one, LSU. LSU is going to make it to Omaha. Now, I don't think they're going to win it. I'm actually very confident they're not going to win it. But even teams like heavy favorites preseason Texas last year um, and then in 2019, heavy preseason favorites, they get to Omaha. Now, Vanderbilt actually ended up winning it, but Texas last year didn't. Um, But anyways, LSU, they're going to make it to Omaha. Not, Not a question in my mind. Florida is a sleeper team out of the SEC we talked about. I love the Gators. Uh, Wyatt Lankford's a Golden Spikes contender easily. Uh, and they have the starting pitching to get through the SEC gauntlet and into a regional. Uh, Tennessee, of course, is one of my locks. Like, Tennessee will make it to Omaha this year. I'm very confident in that. They, can't, like, they have to rebound from last year uh, and the, the, the disappointing end of their season with Notre Dame. Uh, and then Florida State, I love. I've been talking them up. Hopefully, I'm right about that. Uh, you're on the same train. You love Florida State too, Dimitri. I, I think they win the uh, the ACC there. My uh, so my next pick is TCU, my seventh team. Somebody from the Big Twelve's got to make it. Every year, there's at least one Big Twelve team. So I'm taking TCU. Why are you giving me that look? Our Omaha eight is almost identical. Oh, shoot. This is, this is terrible. This is horrible. <laughs> All right. Um, well, my last team is Stanford. So <laughs> I know you have Stanford. Do you, do you just want me to say my eight, and then we'll, we'll discuss? Yeah. <laughs> Tennessee, Florida, LSU, Stanford, Grand Canyon, Florida State, TCU, Maryland. So you don't have East Carolina and Southern Miss. I do. You have Grand Canyon and Maryland. The, the other six are identical. How did we do this? And, like, and guys, what, what is, people listening, we did not tell each other our picks at all. I swear, I swear, we did not discuss any of Like, we haven't even talked about this since our last episode. We haven't even talked about this kind of stuff. Since our we, last we haven't like, we haven't no, texted back and forth. This either this either means we are on we are like on the money, like we need to go get our betting our future bets in now, or we are just so wrong and we should cancel this whole entire podcast. This is either listen, this is make it or break it for us. Either fans of these teams are gonna be absolutely pumped to hear what we or they're gonna die in misery because we're gonna go either Six for eight or eight for eight here. There's no in between. And usually when we agree on stuff, it, it goes the opposite. It goes bad. Um, or we're just absolutely on the money. Here, this is what I'll do. Some reasons for some other teams that we don't have, have on here. Uh, I love the Grand Canyon pick. I mentioned it earlier. They're a sleeper for Omaha. I love where your head's at. Um, I can talk myself out of Florida and Stanford. I don't know if I can talk myself out of ECU, Southern Miss, Florida State. Um, 
Tennessee, LSU. I, I, I'm very confident in those. I'll I, say I don't, this. I don't, honestly, I don't know why I like TCU making it. They have a, a history of making it to Omaha, and this seems like their year to go back. They've yeah. been out for the last two, I want to say, last two years they missed. Well, technically um, three, including COVID year. They were there in 2019, they, they, right? No. Texas Tech was for sure. So 25 years. I don't remember text or TCU in no. it recently. I could be wrong. Just Wikipedia it. TCU. When was the last time they were in Omaha? While he's Wikipediaing that, um, man, I, I can't believe our six were the same there. That's insane. The uh, I'll give I'll give some I'll give some lists of some teams. You know I love what? Them. You know what? I'm gonna fade. I'm gonna. Back, I'm gonna back off my TCU pick. I was already iffy about it, but I'm gonna really back off of it now. All the seven out of eight are gonna stay. My TCU, I'm gonna move it to my next, like my kind of like borderline team. Yeah. And I don't know which one I want to take. I I'm uh, Oh God, this is so hard. Can I'm I help go, you out? You need you need a Sunbelt team in there. You need a Sunbelt team. Uh, oh god, dude. I know. I want to take a Sunbelt team to make it so badly. But you know what? You know what? Screw it. The Georgia Southern is the next coming of Coastal Carolina. I love that. Yeah, they're they're on my list. Georgia Southern and Louisiana, uh, Texas State, those three definitely big sleepers for me. Uh, but out of there those, we go. We got it. Isn't that funny? Wait, isn't that funny how I have Georgia Southern winning the regular season and having Southern Miss in College World Series, and you have Georgia? That, that you have, yeah, but then you have Southern Miss winning it, right? And and Georgia Southern making we were flip flop. No, Southern winning the Sun Belt. Oh yeah, you do. You're right. Well, I mean, I, I think they have a good enough chance out of any mid major out there. But the funny thing with Omaha is there's always one or two teams that nobody ever suspects. Um, I know, and it's going to be South Carolina. No, I'm saying there's there's going to be a team like a UC Santa Barbara. They're one of my teams no, on the list. South Carolina is the team nobody expects. Yeah, I, that's fair. That I mean, that's I mean, that's a good. They're a hundred to one odds. That's insane. Yeah, I was looking at some of the odds. You can get Georgia Southern 201 to win the whole thing. Um, I'll say a, a lot of value. I like Oregon, too, as like a sleeper team. There's going to be a Pac-12 team that gets in, at least one. And Sanford might fall short. We've talked about it earlier. Three years in a row to Omaha is very, very hard to do. I'm tempted to switch Oregon into uh, Stanford's place because Oregon's kind of been on that brink. They've never made it, but they've – been in the, the the highly competitive regionals and super regionals. Uh, I, I could see ben, Oregon Oregon getting in. My 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 Omaha A feels so mushy. Mushy as in how? Like, oh, you're, I'm taking like favorites and like it's not. It's, there, I'm taking like minimum no risk, and like I really don't like. Tennessee, Florida, and LSU. I, I I'm really comfortable with those three. Stanford well, one, I'm not comfortable on. We haven't Grand even Canyon, mentioned. 
We haven't even uh, mentioned Grand Texas A&M and Arkansas. Now, Texas A&M and Arkansas should be in the conversation. I can't believe we haven't mentioned them. Arkansas, now, Arkansas would have been in if that, that, they didn't I had, move Wigan. Listen, I had Arkansas actually as my national champion this year before the Jackson Wigan news broke, and then I was like, ah, it probably won't even make it to Omaha now, even though I know he plays such a little factor you know, in, compared to like every game use. But I love North Arkansas Carolina. this year too. I I really can see a team like North Carolina and East Carolina playing in a super, and the winner goes to Omaha. I was I was thinking something similar, but mine was NC State. Uh, you know NC what? State, NC State and Clemson are two teams that I have right on the cusp. You know what? You know what? Screw it. I'm changing my Stanford pick to North Carolina, guys. You heard it here first. My Omaha 8, Tennessee, Florida, LSU, North Carolina, Grand Canyon, Florida State, Georgia, Southern Maryland. I love that. Yeah. I mean, you get a good mix there, but no Big 12 team. Um, dude, it's so tough, though, because you, you, you want to put in, you know, multiple ACC teams, multiple SEC teams, and then you look around and you're like, ah, I got to throw in a mid-major. I got to throw in a Big 10 team, Big you 12, Pac-12. Big 12's route. The Big 12 opportunity to make it at Omaha stops with Grand Canyon. I think that's a geographical match where you can get TCU, Grand Canyon, Super, TCU, Oklahoma State, Super. Like, mm-hmm. those are possible scenarios. Yeah. This is, I mean, this is so tough. I, I'll tell you this. I don't, I, have think... a single, I don't have a single Pac 12 or a single Big 12 team. That is, I don't know if that's happening. Yeah, man. I mean, but you have to believe that th- at least three SEC teams are getting in and at least two ACC teams are getting in. That's five spots. You throw in a mid-major, there's two spots left. It's, it, I think Maryland it, makes it, dude. I think Maryland makes it this year. I don't. They got I, the I think, experience from that, I that think Maryland. Year. I think Maryland and Wake Forest are going to be the two biggest disappointments in this season. Not as far as like they'll both make the tournament. Uh, but they're not going to be able to live up to expectations. Those two teams have never done it before. Make make it to Omaha. Now well, they're back. Hey, the difference. Well, hold on. The difference between Maryland and Wake Forest is Maryland has hosted regionals multiple times in the last ten years. Okay, but Wake Forest has a much more talented roster than Maryland. But but that's but that's not the argument we're making here. We're Listen, making you talking about experience. We're going to fall flat on our face because Wake Forest, on paper and through all reports of scouts and, and other college baseball people, I don't, I'm not apparently, dude, apparently, and I see, I see where they're coming from, but Wake Forest has the opportunity to like dominate this year. They really do. Um, but there's a lot of pressure there, and there's every year there's teams with high expectations that, that – fall on their face and they, they don't they don't meet expectations at all. I'm just projecting Maryland and Wake Forest are those two teams. Do you think this there's a sleeper ten, let's just say Tennessee, Florida and LSU are your eight Omaha teams, right? Mm-hmm. There's a sleeper SEC team in there every year. Like that make it four. The, the, the field the Auburn. You know who that that sleeper team could be? A team like Alabama or something. Alabama's got a legitimate Friday night starter who uh, can win any game. Uh, 
No, I wouldn't. Personally, I would not put Alabama in that conversation. Would you? Pick, I, okay, how about this? Would you take Clemson and Alabama to make Omaha? Clemson. I, I'm Clemson's on the cusp for me. I almost put them in. Dude, they have some grown ass men on that team. How can I go no Big Twelve? I like that the fans are hearing our discussion. I like how they're hearing it. We don't just have it and move on. How can I go no Big Twelve and no Pac Twelve? Like that is, oh my god, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, I'm looking at, I'm looking here. I mean, Oklahoma that thirty five to one odds to make Omaha. I just don't see Oklahoma repeating their success with all how much they lost to make Omaha That's hard or to, to win do. Omaha. To make Omaha or to win Omaha, Oklahoma. To win or just make the college? No, they're to win. No, I just don't oh, see okay. them making it to Omaha. Oh, yeah. I mean, Arkansas, that Wigan, the recency bias with that Wigan injury is really like really getting in the way. Um, Vanderbilt, I just don't know if they have the star power on the mound to make noise. I mean, I think they're good. I'm just not a Wake Forest buyer. If I'm wrong, I will gladly fall face first on my face i will i bust my mouth on a curve whatever it is it, it whatever i will gladly be wrong but i don't think they're gonna do it yeah stanford know, stanford just feels like a way too mushy of a pick i'm but actually I'm talking going. myself out of stanford it's hard to make uh, omaha three yeah. years in a row and i know they're gonna be really good and like they're one of the best teams Dude. And you know what? Stanford might end up being the number one overall seed just because of the gauntlet the <laughs> SEC has to go through. They could cruise to 50 wins in the regular season. Just like Oregon State last year, everybody was like, hey, the Beavers might be the best team in the country. Beavers mm-hmm. might be the best team in the country when LSU lost to uh, – when Tennessee lost to Kentucky. So, yeah. I don't know, dude. They're the team in that six – they're the team in that 60 to one odds to – 151 odd range and I'm looking at the Virginia Tech East Carolina, Arizona, Santa Barbara Alabama, Texas Tech, NC State Texas State, Louisiana Tech South Carolina range one of those teams might be in it yeah I think one of those will definitely be in it you know what, you know what, I figured it out I'm switching I'm switching Georgia Southern with Arizona, boom, done So you're putting Arizona in. I like so I like that's Arizona. my Omaha eight. That's my Omaha right. eight. Tennessee, Florida, LSU, North Carolina, Grand Canyon, Florida State, Arizona, Maryland. Boom, I'm done. All right. We'll see how it plays out. Now. People are gonna rag on us so hard now. on social media when we all right. Let's move on to the golden spikes here. Another little technical difficulties, but it's all good. Uh so kind of my guidelines this year. For talking golden spikes, I don't think anybody from LSU is going to win it because the committee is going to have like a bias about it. You know, LSU is the most talented team or whatever. And a lot of them are going to share votes with players, possibly. Um, and also, there's always the argument of, well, is Paul Skeens even the best player on LSU's team? Or is Drew, uh, Dylan Cruz uh, the best player on LSU's team? Tommy White, you know, whatever. So I don't think anybody from LSU is going to win it. And I don't think it's going to be a pitcher this year. Um, 
Now, of course, like Kevin Copps won it in 2021. We've seen Mark Pryor and Drew, uh, Steven Strasburg, Tim Lincecum win it. The, uh, but for me, with the juiced baseballs, I think it's going to end up being a hitter that just goes off all year. Uh, it's going to be a guy that is from a team that it's going to be a guy from a team that like carries that team to like significance or, you know, someone that's made their team relevant this year. And I also think it has to be somebody that hits for some sort of power. So I'm ruling out the uh, Enrique Bradfield juniors that affect the game in a different way. I think the eye popping numbers of home runs, doubles, RBIs, slugging percentage, OPS really wins the committee over. So um, I've narrowed it down. I have eight guys here. I'm going to pick five of them. All right. So my first one is probably somebody you have on your list, Dimitri, and it's Yo-Yo Morales from Miami. An absolute unit, an absolute electric player with all of the tools and like anybody could ever ask for in a baseball player. Um, he's somebody destined to have like an absolute breakout year, and I could see him making Miami relevant again and the media hype and all that building up. Uh, so he would be my first pick there. Second pick, Wyatt Lankford uh, from Florida. Now, Florida has a talented roster, but Wyatt Lankford quietly hit 27 home runs or 28 home runs last year, um, and he's a five-tool player. Someone that I think, in my eyes, is one of the most talented ball players in the country by far. Um, that's two of my picks. Uh, next one here that's probably equally as agreeable with Dimitri is Chase Davis from, from Arizona. I mean, he's Carlos Gonzalez Jr., man. Just the sweetest left-handed swing. Hits for absolute titanic power. Um, and his home runs just look different off the bat. Um, actually, I'm, I'm going to make it three more players here because there's a sleeper that nope, I want everybody nope, to know that's, about. That's against the rule. That's illegal. Oh, my God. Well, all right, then I'll leave. I'll, I'll do an honorable mention at the uh, at the end. But Colton Ledbetter from Mississippi State transferred from Sanford. I've seen this guy play in person when he was at Sanford. Left-handed, just absolute. I mean, he's one of the most freak athletes in the country. He's going to go to a smaller ballpark in in Mississippi State. He's going to pull like what uh, R.J. Yeager did last year transferring from the SOCON to the uh, to the SEC. And he's somebody that just has a presence in the box when he steps in. You're just like, I do not want to throw this kid a strike. Um, and, and, hey, Sonny DeShera did the same thing, went from the SOCON to the SEC, and he hit 400 last year. So he's, a, he's definitely one of my favorites this year. And uh, I guess for my fourth and final pick, I know I told the fans I love Jared Dickey from Tennessee, but that team might be too talented for him to win it. So I'm going to go with Matthew, Matthew Etzel from Southern Miss. Uh, junior college transfer. I mean, I think he started his career at Texas A&M, if I'm not mistaken. Went to junior college and then absolutely excelled in junior college. Um, hit like 450 or something last year with 17 homers, 25 doubles. And he's somewhat, he's the power bat that Southern Miss needs and to anchor their order. And I expect him to have a great season. And uh, I expect him to get a lot of Golden Spikes votes. So those are my five there of guys that can just excel their team to, to a better standard. Hey, I like those five. That's a good five. Here's my five. Number one, 
I I I can't have a I can't have a Golden Spikes like pick five without this player. Dylan Cruz, bonafide one one. You can't I just can't do it. The guy is too good. The guy is unbelievable. I, I would not I would literally if I was a, f- a fan or a follower of Twitter and I saw our picks and didn't see Dylan Cruz, I would be like, This is the biggest fucking joke of a golden spike watch <laughs> I've ever seen. You got to have him. You got to have Dylan Cruz. One of us got to have him. Yeah, I ruled him out because he was an LSU player, but obviously so, he's top on my list too. One. Number two, this team has two, and it's really hard for me to pick one. The two I was leaning with with Tommy Troy and Braden Montgomery. Those were my two. I'm going to lean with the two-way player here and go with Braden Montgomery. Exciting-ass player. Unbelievable tools through the roof. Five tools, whatever. Like, I'm going to go with the two-way guy. That's two. My number three pick, he's a six-tool player. He's got the swag factor, Chase <laughs> David from yeah. Arizona. Um, I really think if he puts it all together, the whole country will know who this guy is. His home runs are going to be on Twitter night in and night out. I mean, with the with the Arizona broadcast home run calls, his moonshot, I can just see Twitter – oozing and drooling all over him once he makes it to the trending page. Number four. I'm going to go with a pitcher here. Chase Dolander from Tennessee. I think when if he can lead that team the way he can, it's going to be a no-doubter. He's going to be in New York, wherever they hold the Golden Spikes Awards show. He's going to be there. And my fifth pick, my fifth pick is like a, uh, it's kind of a wild card pick. This player is super exciting. He's super energetic. He can be, he's like a leader on this team. And I like giving you guys clues because when you're listening, I I like, I do the same thing. I try to figure out who it is before they say it. This player super exciting, can really lead this team. Some people use the word glue guy. I guess he could be the glue guy. He can keep the team together, bring them together, motivate them, whatever. Power is not in his toolbox. Power is not a uh, – this guy does not have power. He has everything but power in Enrique Bradfield. I think he could be a guy that can really win the hearts of college baseball and make his way to the awards show. Can he win it? I don't know. You got to hit Homer. It's hard to win this award without power. Yeah. But I think he's the, really uh, exciting. Who was the guy from Louisville uh, 2017 that probably should have won it, but Kyle Lewis won it instead? Um, God, I can't think of his name. The McKay? Uh, no, 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 no. Outfielder. Oh, uh, Corey Ray. Corey Ray. He did. He hit for some power actually that year, but not as much as uh, some other guys, and I think that hurt him. But I just think power plays with hitters. You, you it it really does play. And Enrique Bradfield, that pick is kind of my, that's why I called it a wild card. If he can do some serious damage on the bases, hit for closer to four hundred than three hundred, like that 370, 360 range, steal a lot of bags. Be an absolute menace in center field. With if he can get some doubles in there and make up for his lack of power with some triple down the right field, left field line, 
I think he can find his name called. For sure. So that's my wild card pick. Yeah, I mean, he already has the preseason hype, too. People know who he is. Um, very exciting player to watch. Um, hey, question. Can I switch um, Can I switch my Chase Davis pick just so we don't have – I want us to have, like, eight separate guys. Or no, Whatever, ten that's separate. fine. Yeah, since you already picked Chase Davis and he was on the border for me, I'm all right. So I'm gonna I want to let I'm gonna let you help me with this one for my honorable mentions to move into the last spot. Okay, I have Ryan Lasko from Rutgers, center fielder, five tool yep. player. I mean, he's yep. gonna mash this year again. Uh, Jacob Wilson from Grand Canyon, gonna be a first round pick. He only struck out seven times last year and, and just. Absolutely. I think I think that's a good one because he's on a smaller scale team and he now, can what I'm worried, Grand Canyon. What I'm worried about is they're not going to pitch to him. They're going to make the next guy beat him. But Grand Canyon's offense is good enough where they have guys behind him that can hit. So um, I'm a little shaky on that one, but I don't I don't think I'm going to go with Jacob Wilson. Um, I have Jake Geloff from Virginia, who swings the bat so hard, um, so hard, and but he makes contact a lot, and I think he had. I know he had a three-homer game last year. He might have had two three-homer games. But when he's hot, he's hot. Um, Jared Dickey, of course, I think is a long shot, but could definitely definitely lead the Volunteers in offense this year, offensive production, which is a good sign. Um, Jacob Gonzalez from Ole Miss, one of my favorite players to watch. Um, I mean, you're naming all the guys that were kind of like in my radar. Like all these yeah. guys were in the radar, but just I just kind of went a different way. And then, I mean, how could we say Golden Spikes without mentioning Paul Skeens? I mean, he's the best two-way player we've seen. In a I long went time. Dylan. You you nailed it on the head when you said I can't take two two players from the same team. Yeah, that's why I went Dylan Cruz, and then I went with my two-way guy Montgomery over Paul Skeens. So yeah, I just think LSU's team is going to be so talented that you can't look at one player and say, "Wow, he's the most outstanding." But Dylan Cruz is good enough to be the leader on that team by a margin. 100%. Yeah, 100%. You're not wrong. Um, so I think for my last pick, I'm going to go with a uh, – it's between Jacob Gonzalez and Jacob Wilson here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean Jacob Wilson. Because if he, if he does go off this year and Grand Canyon's a top 16 team and they host a regional – it's going to be because of him. And and the mid-major players get a little extra attention when it comes to Golden Spike's consideration. So I'll, I'll go with Jacob Wilson for my fifth pick. Hey, I like it. I like it. So to recap our Golden Spikes, I have Dylan Cruz, Chase Dolander, Chase Davis, Braden Montgomery, and Enrique Bradfield. Yeah, and hey, not to brag on myself, but last year I absolutely nailed the Golden Spikes winner. You can go back and listen to our podcast. Um, well, maybe I didn't nail it. I don't know if I put all my marbles in it. But I did say it, kind of the same theory that I had this year. It's like it's going to be someone that's going to hit a ton of homers and like have power um, and kind of lead a team in, in a direction. And I looked at the number one team in the nation. I said, hey, if Ivan Melendez can hit a bunch of homers, he could didn't we all spike. Didn't we all kind of nail it, though? Yeah, I don't think anybody disagreed. Um, did, did 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 I have Ivan Melendez one of my guys? I, I feel like remember. I did. I think there was multiple of us last year, but um, and I nailed it in twenty seven or twenty sixteen. The first time I saw Kyle Lewis swing a baseball bat, I was like, "Oh, he's going to win the Golden Spikes," and uh, that was easy. Well, see, that's funny because the first time I saw him 
Yeah, I know. He wasn't very good. Yeah, he wasn't very good. Yeah. Um, well, cool. All right. Well, I guess this leads us right into the uh, fantasy baseball draft, which I'm going old-fashioned pen and paper here for. Do you want to do the honors and go first? or So, so I'm going to uh, share my screen with you, and we're going to do a coin flip. An actual so, coin flip. Okay. For the first overall pick. And it's going to be a snake draft, right? Yep. Do I get okay. to call it? Flip one virtual coin, and it's going to be a half dollar. Which one? Half dollar. I got to go to USD. Um, half dollar, fifty cent half. Fifty dollar. cent piece. All right, Ben, give me a, give me one. Heads. Heads. It is, and it is heads. Give me that first overall. Ben, pick. you have the number one overall pick in the first annual eleven point seven fantasy college baseball draft. All right. So I guess to kind of lay out the rules one more time, what we're doing is season long, just best stats. Maybe we can accumulate some points with stats um, and it's going to be team wide, right? We're not going position versus position. We're going team wide, just total stats. So your pitcher stats. So listen, listen, this is what my, my, this is what my suggestion was. I'm going to put it on our website under a tab under college baseball, like our fantasy base, our fantasy team challenge. I'm going to put the two teams, our team, my team and your team head to head. And I'm just, we're just going to calculate their stats every Sunday night. When we do our podcast, we're just going to go through, see how they did on the weekend, write the stats down and it's just going to get plugged in and see whoever wins, wins that week. Okay. I mean, that's a lot of work though. No, to look it's through easy. everybody's stats. While I'm doing while do I'm doing the other stuff, you can plug those no, numbers but, in. I no, but dude, you have to understand you have to go but based off of their weekly stats, like what they hit that weekend. So that's a lot of box scores you gotta look through. Yeah, but it's gonna be an Excel sheet already set up. So all you do is plug in seven inning, um seven strikeouts, and it's just gonna automatically do the math. We're gonna no, just you go have base. to do that for four at least four games a week per player. The three starters all pitch one. Okay, but then you have to take into okay, account. Okay, you go through the box score one for three with the double two RBIs, and you just do that takes ten minutes. But you have to do it for every single game of that week, and then like each week is different, so their stat, their stats don't carry over. That's going to be a lot harder to do. We're gonna, I guarantee you, in week eight, we're gonna be like, why did we do this? I mean, let's just let's you, just let the stats sit there and soak. In a you want to do? All right, let's just do every month. We can do month. Let's do every month because I just think at the end of the season. But that's still a lot. Like, that's still a lot of box scores though to look through. Because the first month versus the second month, you got to ignore all the first well, month stats. Every month, you don't have to go through box scores. You just go to their stats. All right. I mean, sure. Ben, ben listen, listen, listen. You don't have to go through box scores. You just go to their stats at the end of every month. They've got three home runs. You multiply that by four. That's 12 points. 13 RBIs. You see what I'm saying? You just go to the the box score at the end of the month. Okay. Like this. Okay. You don't have to I mean, go through each game. Okay. You're fair. That's fair. That's fair. 
All right, we'll do I mean, months. What, what, what would you, what was your plan at the end of the year? Go through every fifty-six game box scores. No, at least at the end of the year, you can just take their season-long stats and just plug in. Same thing at the end of the month. All right. That's and then fair. You just, all right. End of the month, we'll just keep track every month. All right. Cool. Um. Anyways, do I get first overall pick? Is that what we agreed on? You just won the first overall pick. All right. I'm gonna take. Uh, You know, I could take a uh, a position player, but then it's like, all right, what I'm going to do with the first overall pick is not Let the fans hear Hey, fan, you guys are hearing us literally go through this. I just mentioned it pre-show, and that's it. You're going to hear our strategy. You're going to hear us go with, like, it's a full-on fantasy draft. Hopefully, it takes no more than, you know, 10, 10 minutes, but yep. yeah. Yeah. I'm uh I'm not gonna overthink it. I, I almost out strategized. <clears throat> Sorry, my voice keeps cracking because I'm dehydrated. Um, I almost out strategized myself. I'm just gonna keep it central, or so, I'm gonna keep it simple. I'm gonna take Chase Dolander first. Damn overall it, pick. dude! He's gonna be the best starting pitcher in my opinion all year. So, give me old Dolander. That was that was who I was gonna go with. Um. So with my first overall pick, I want to go with a pitcher too. I really want to go with a pitcher too. Um. So I'm gonna go with. You know what? I think he's going to dominate his competition enough where it's going to be fine. I'm going to go with, oh, my God, Tanner Hall or Rhett Louder. I'm going to go with Tanner Hall. Okay. That's not a bad pick. I mean, he's going to be there. He's going to eat up innings. He's going to do what he needs to. Um. So for my my second overall pick, I'm taking I'm taking. I would be such an idiot not to take this guy. What happens if I take Paul Skeens? Is he a pitcher or is he a utility? You you. He Does takes him. You want him to be a pitcher too. Well, I want his utility basically, stats. Basically, he'll take up your DH spot, and he'll be in your weekend rotation. But then he takes two spots. Well, that's 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 what happened with taking him. Okay, never mind. I might not because take that's him. because you can't take Paul Skeen at the DH and then get his pitching staff at the DH. I mean, do you really want to plug him in as a weekend rotation guy and get his hitting stats? That's a rule we have to decide now. I might. I might want to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna do that. Yep, I'm taking Skeens. He's gonna. It's gonna be a two pick per. It's gonna be a two thing pick for me. Oh wait, it's not even my turn to pick. This is a snake draft. You're up. You go twice. Oh shit. Oh shit. I forgot. 
Um, okay, well, with that being said, give me the strikeout machine from the Campbell roll fucking camel, Cade Kuehler. All right. So you took two pitchers off the top. All right, Ben. Major pitchers. So for my next two picks, I'm taking Skeens as a DH. Skeens at the DH and Skeens at the pitcher. Mm-hmm. So you're taking that's two picks right there, right? Yep. So now you All have right. two. Okay. All right. Give me Dylan Cruz. It's about time. All right. Um, I want my third baseman to be Yo-Yo Morales. Yo-Yo at third. I think third base is kind of a, a weaker position here to choose from. All right. And who else? Um, let's go with what's another weak position here for me? Um, I'll take as my first outfielder, I'll take Wyatt Langford. Wyatt Langford. From Florida. So now I get two picks, right? Yep. You said third base with a weaker position, huh? Well, you can wait. I can't a second third baseman, so you can wait until the last round. I know, I know. I already have one that I was going to take, but I'm saving it now. Um. Give me You know what? You get two picks here, so don't be too cute. Just I know, I know. Them out. Give me I wish I had more time to research that because there's gonna be mid major guys with juicy, juicy, juicy numbers. Oh yeah. Um no, I mean, these mid-major guys are going to be able to put up some fat numbers. Fat old number, especially the high-level one. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Dude, make a pick. Come on. All right. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go with. Oh, man. Ben, ben, it's okay. I, I can take my time here. This is an important-ass pick. It's a very important pick. I'm going to go with... Oh, my God. I want to go Jacob Wilson or Jacob Gonzalez as shortstop. Dude, just pick one. You can't go wrong with either one of them. Give me Jacob Wilson. All right. Now you get another pick. Yep. I'm going to go with... uh, 
I'm going to go with... Oh, can I change? Can I change no. my Jacob Wilson pick? Fine, yeah, sure. No, change it. I want to go Matt Shaw from Maryland. He's a second baseman. Oh, what? Oh, yeah, second base. No, he's shortstop too. Why don't you just make him your second baseman? No, I'm going Matt Shaw shortstop. Don't worry about it. Matt Shaw short, and then my second pick. It's going to be mm, my second pick. It's going to be. Can it be a shortstop slash second base? Like, does it matter? Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. You can take another. You can take your second baseman and shortstop, middle infielder. All right. Okay. Um. Okay, give me Jacob Wilson a second too. Whatever, that's fine. All right, I mean, it's, you should have it opposite of that. Just for the record, yeah, Jacob yeah, Wilson's yeah, not going to. No, I'm just saying. Up slash. Yeah. Okay. So Wilson will be your shortstop, and Shoal will be your second baseman. Um, all right, and so now I get two picks, and it's going to be much quicker here. I don't need to pick a second baseman or a shortstop because you already have that covered. Uh, I think. Catcher is going to be the the next most competitive, and I'm going to take Michael Carrico from Davidson. No way, dude! Yeah, that's an easy pick there. Uh, he's going to mash, absolutely mash the A10. Now they might not pitch to him, but whatever. And first base or outfield here for me. I I want to leave that last pitcher spot open because I have a sleeper pick. So. I don't need a second baseman or a shortstop. I need an outfielder. You know what? I'm going to take Colton Ledbetter. Colton Ledbetter? I'm a big believer in him. All right. Colton Ledbetter in the outfield, and you took Carrico from Davison. All right. So now I get two picks? Yeah, and please make them quick. All right, I'm gonna go with. You know what? You know what? Go ahead and give me. Go ahead and give me, Chase Davis. All right, as your third pitcher. What? Yeah, it's going to be your third pitcher there? No, Chase Davis. Outfielder. Oh, I was thinking, dude, for some reason, I don't know why. I was thinking Chase Burns. I'm so sorry. Yep, Chase Davis, and then I'm going to take Jake Geloff at first base. He's definitely a third baseman. He played first a bunch for Virginia. Did he not? I'm pretty sure he's a third baseman. Yeah, he's a first-team All-American third baseman. Just take him at third. First First base, you can get so much better pick than Jake Geloff. Take him at third. I don't know why I'm helping you out right now. 
I have somebody. I mean, dude. Okay, I mean, I just remember Geloff going first a bunch. So whatever, screw it. I'll 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 just I'll just go with um. I mean, my my third baseman. I have it. I'm just gonna go, but I don't want to take it because I need another outfielder, which is why I'm doing this. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take um. You know what? I like stolen bases. I think we can get some good points there. Give me Enrique Bradfield. All righty. All right, great. So I get my guy at first base, too. Give me Carter Graham from Stanford. Wait, Big Carter Graham at, uh, at first? Yeah, I like Carter Graham at first. And I'm going to take Rhett Louder as my third pitcher. Okay. He's, he's their dude, so he's going to throw a lot of innings. Rhett Louder, okay. So you need a you uh so you need, need second need base a, shortstop um, and an outfielder. Second base shortstop outfielder. First, second outfielder, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and all right. Um I need a catcher, third baseman. DH. No. Yeah, catcher, first base, and third base, and pitcher. I'm about to take two picks here. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to go with... I think this guy, I, I really think he's going to do damage. Um, um, well, it doesn't matter because I got to take a first baseman. Well, you know what? Give me, you know, give me, give me gel, gel, gel off a third. And, um, and then at catcher, I'm going to take uh, – ooh, do I want to take – do I want to take Corey Collins or Kyle Teal at catcher? Give me Corey Collins. I really like Jack Payton. I thought that's who you're going to go there with, but what? Not a bad pick. I thought you were going to go with Jack Payton from uh, from Louisville, but still a good pick. All right, so I need a second baseman, shortstop, and outfielder. I really, really, really want to take. Yeah, my last outfield position is Vance Honeycutt from North Carolina. Who? Vance Honeycutt from North Carolina. Oh, Honeycutt. Okay. Even though he does swing and miss a lot. Uh, hopefully he cuts, cuts that down, but he hits for some serious power. Um, second base, I'm taking Rock Riggio. Rock, I love that pick. All right, and then I just have a shortstop left for my last pick, and I already know who it is. So. All right. Um, 
my last. So I need a thir- uh, first baseman and a starting pitcher. Did you just freeze on me three hours into this episode? Oh, boy. Hey, whatever, whatever. This is our preseason, a lot of info, a lot of preview. Um, my – I'm going to go with Jason Savakul. That's a good pick. For my third starter. He's going to dominate. Then, He's gonna he's gonna rack up so many strikeouts, and then um, I guess I'm gonna go with uh, I gotta get a first baseman, right? Yep. And a DH. Oh, first baseman and a DH, but that'll be the last overall pick. Yeah. I'm gonna go with my boy. Joe Kanker from Florida Gulf Coast. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my shortstop this year is going to be The reason Jacob. why I'm taking him, so the people know, the reason why I'm taking him is he, he's just going to, he's going to get so many RBIs in power. No, he's, yeah, he's, he's a very pure hitter. I remember watching him last yeah. year in the ASUN tournament. He was he was crazy. Like he's gonna face some mediocre pitching. I think he can get some juicy numbers. Like honestly, honestly, I would rather take CJK like the better player, CJ Kafis or Blake Burke or somebody like that. Mm-hmm. But they gotta face they gotta face the gauntlet of their step their schedule. Yeah. Are you missing a pick? I still have you as no, one. No, I one. took I took I took Savakul and Kinker. I know, but you still have one spot left. Yeah, but who did your final pick? As short. No, but uh, that's not the way the snake draft works. You were supposed to have you were supposed to fill up first, and then I was supposed to have the last overall pick. I think. Or did I add an extra pick on accident? Oh well, I, just, I mean, my I last pick. Fill up my DH. My last pick is Jacob Gonzalez. Shortstop. Okay. So wait, did we did we we didn't fuck this up because either way, either way, my my DH is going to be um I'm gonna I think my last overall pick DH. Oh my god. Just take Tommy White. I really dude. want to take that dude from Sam Houston. Carlos gimme Carlos Contreras. How did none of from us Sam take Tommy Houston. White? What? How did none of us take Tommy White? What? Or Braden Taylor from TC. How did nobody like neither one of us took Tommy White or Braden Taylor? Two of the best hitters in the in the country. I'm just gonna go I mean that dude hit four hundred last year. With fourteen bombs and ninety ribbies, like give me, give me that shit again. All right, I'll be happy. So, all right, let's each go over our teams. So, on the mound, I have Chase Dolander, Paul right, Skeens, Rhett Louder. What? Which rotation do you like better, Tanner Hall, Cade Kuehler, and Jason Savakul, or Dolander, Skeens, and Rhett? I mean, that's an easy choice there, right? 
It's got to be mine. What do you like yours better? A lot better. From a pure number standpoint, yeah. I, I feel like I have a I have a staff full of just pure strikeout machine. I mean, you do yeah. too. No, I, I see your approach. You're going with the uh, lesser competition, good stuff. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're probably going to have better numbers. But if it was a weekend series, I'll take my guys over yours right now. And and if we were really, hey, if we were really researching this, I would have went and got dudes from no-name schools. Like, they're yeah. just absolute animals. Like, but we did we did this on the fly, so we're kind of going with more more higher end prospects. Yeah. Um. So then your I have outfield. Uh, hey, yeah. your outfield: Honeycutt, Langford, Ledbetter, or Bradfield, Cruz, Davis. I mean, yours is definitely flashier than mine. Yeah. Um. All right. So then I have Michael Carrico at uh, catcher from Davidson. Absolutely mashes Carter Graham. Um, yeah, Carter Graham from Stanford, Rock Reggio from Oklahoma State, Yo Yo Morales, Miami, Jacob Gonzalez, Miami. I mean, so wow, Ole Miss, uh, Wyatt Langford, Florida, Colton Ledbetter, Mississippi State, Vance Huntingcut, UNC, and then my DH is Paul Skeens as well. You want to run through yours real fast, dude? I, I, I really. What did what was I thinking with my catcher pick? I mean, I think he can have a really good year, but there was some way better option. Well, we'll way see. better option for my catcher. Each year is Corey Collins from Georgia. Huh? Yeah, I mean, it's a good pick. I mean, maybe he's a sleeper. Maybe I just accidentally made a really good pick. Maybe I accidentally picked a really good player. Um, infield, J- Jake Gellup. Matt Shaw and Jacob Wilson and Joe Kanker. And then at DH, Carlos Contreras, the big bopper. Yeah. Honestly, I went I went more mid-major guy that I can put up juicier numbers. That yeah. was my strategy I mean, the whole time. We left off some big names there, but for the most part, um, I mean, we'll see. We'll see how these two teams do. This will be fun to keep up with throughout the year. Anyways, let's go ahead and wrap up the show here. We're at the three-hour mark, so... Um, hope everybody liked our, our little last Sunday before college baseball starts. Um, y'all really do appreciate you guys. And, uh, we'll be back Thursday night hey, for, for our Friday show. It's gonna be fun. Thursday Almost night. There. We'll have a guest on the show. Hey, go sign up. I know there's thousands of you listening. Go join our weekend pick them and be in our discord and join the conversation every day and compete with us. We're going to be in the pick them too. So we're going to be competing. Obviously, we're not going to win. Um, and if I do bad, I'll just blame it that I wasn't trying. So, <laughs> um, all right. But yeah, eat with us, have fun with us. It's going to be a fantastic year. Join the um, Patreon sign up. We appreciate all the support. Um, and yep, see you Thursday. Let's ride. We won a national championship for, for Ole Miss and um, all the past players and all the fans across the country and for the state of Mississippi and the University of Mississippi. Uh, we did it. Uh, we're national champs. Breaking ball. Oh, my goodness. Deep right field. A grand slam. Base hit. Arkansas is headed back to Omaha. And here's Tommy White.
pitch Wiggy. In the air to center. D'Onofrio back and it's gone! The legend continues! Got him swinging! The Campbell Campbells, the dynasty of the Big South. And now Tony Vitello bumps the third base umpire. Set. He'll throw that as a line drive in the gap. Did he do it again? It is another ball in the gap for Morrell. Another extra. Oh, that is gone. A home run for Brian Morrell. Swing and a ball driven. Way back. And foul. No, gone. He did it. Ortiz kept it just bare and walks it off with a grand slam. Hispanic Titanic with a blast at 